September 22nd. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. I just had one of those moments where I was like, my brother's birthday is coming up. Like, you know, a certain date just jumps out and it's like, oh my gosh, my brother's birthday is coming up. But uh, thankfully, I I just realized I did send a card like a week ago. So he's he's sure to have had it by now, but his birthday's not until Friday. Uh, uh, The 24th? Yeah. That's my dad's birthday too. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. That's my brother Marcos's birthday. I never made the connection before. That's funny. I I don't think we've talked about that before. That's very, yeah, that's That's very Interesting. Well, gonna, happy early birthday to your father. And happy early birthday to your to your brother. We can just send him this audio and boom, we are done. Yeah, yeah. Covered. There you go. I mean, that that would make it easier. But I, yeah, I already did send a card. Did you send something for your dad? Uh, cards went out. Um, I was about to say last night. That would be a lie. They're in my car. The cards are going oh, out this morning. <laughs> so we're hoping they get there in time. Yeah. And then uh, I think I'll, I'm going to jump online today and, and I know what I want to get them. So um, they're down in Florida and they get back, I think, this weekend. So hopefully my gift will get to the house right as they're arriving to the house. That's nice. Oh, that's cool. So how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. I had a fun day yesterday. It was uh, it was just one of those days where it was just a, it was just a really good day. Had a lot of fun here at the radio station. I mean, every day is a lot of fun, but something about yesterday just felt extra special. I don't know. Um, but then left here and did some errands, and then I went down and I interviewed Sammy Hagar. He is He's launching a new line of these rum cocktails in a can. They're Sammy's Beach Bar Cocktails. And so he was talking about that. And then he's performing tonight. Free concert. Sammy Hagar and his band, The Circle. He's doing a rooftop concert at Beer Park. You can go down there on the strip and watch him perform. I think it's like 5.36 o'clock tonight. So it's kind of an early thing. But I went down last night. I interviewed Sammy Hagar for Las Vegas Now over at Channel 8, the TV show we do. And that guy is just He's awesome. We're drinking his rum drinks. It was one of those moments of like, I'm interviewing Sammy Hagar. We're drinking rum together on the strip. This is not a bad deal. No, that sounds like the ideal life. I mean, you're living the dream, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then uh, after that, uh, I am hosting the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Gala in October, and I wanted to get a new suit for the event, so I went to Nordstrom's afterwards and spent some time there trying to find a new suit for the event, and so yeah, it was, it was a good day yesterday. It was oh, fun. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Sounds like it, it was a lot of fun. A nice. That's, I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank <laughs> I you. I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, Sammy Hagar, too. I mean, have you ever met Sammy Hagar? No, I have never had the opportunity to meet him. How was he? He was great. Yeah, he was just, I mean, you know, he's got that, you see him, and he's got that, like, beach vibe to him. He's always, yeah. like, in flip-flops, and he's got his Cabo Wabo and his tequila, and he's got a rum brand with Rick Springfield. And it's not an act. I mean, that's him. You show up and he's got flip flops on. He's just a chill, laid back dude. Talks about anything you want to. And just, I mean, just very kind. And like one of these accommodating people too. you show up. He wants something to drink. Have a seat. He's just like a, just like a nice dude. Yeah. Sounds like you're just hanging out with a friend. Yeah. You know? Makes it easy when you do an interview that way. Yeah. That's, I mean, it sounds like you have that luck, but I didn't, it probably has a lot to do with you as the interviewer that you have that luck with a lot of the celebrities that you interview where they just kind of open up to you and, and feel comfortable around you. So that's saying a lot about you. Well, that means a lot coming from you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, how was your day? How was your Tuesday? Uh, not as exciting, but uh, you know, we got through it. It was a, uh, it was a typical Tuesday for me. Uh, did some work and and uh, had some uh, some family obligations to take care of, and 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 definitely not as exciting. So yeah, you, yeah, I'm dip- I'm gonna live vicariously through you on that one. It sounds like uh, it was fun, but yeah, it was just a it was a good normal day for me. Um, got some errands done. Got my uh, brother his uh, birthday card and. 
yeah, I'm boring. So let's just Not move on. Let's move on. It's time for, uh, go, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say last night when you guys were, did you get your walk in last night? I did. Yeah. There was a, yeah, we, we did that. It was chilly last yeah, night. Said it, there's a chill in the air. I felt it this morning too. Yeah. It's uh, definitely changing. First day of fall is today. So it's, it's now it's official. Like it wasn't official three weeks ago with the, <laughs> with the pumpkin spice and all of that. So it's officially fall today. So enjoy the cooler weather. I mean, I say cooler. They're expecting a high of 97, but at least this morning, it's still cool and, and nice there. So You'll feel it when you step outside. I, I walked into the radio station th- this morning, and I, I, I drink a, a tea because I just like the way it feels on my throat and everything. But I, this morning, I'm enjoying it for the warmth. I'm, yeah. feel, I'm just enjoying it because it's a warm beverage going down my throat. It, 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 it definitely need it. If you're just used to the, the warm weather when you wake up first thing, it's definitely a, a chill in the air this morning. So keep that in mind this morning. And let's get things going. It is time for the pre-show you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Good by Better Than Ezra? Do you want to hear Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer? Want to hear over and over by Nelly? Those are your choices. Tweet us your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Ariana Grande is not following her contract rules on The Voice because she's, quote, obsessed with her team. So she was on the Kelly Clarkson show on Monday and talked about her first time experience as a coach on The Voice. Let me hold on a second. Let me reset that. Hit this. I talk to them all the time. They're all so nice and cool. I love them. I'm obsessed with my team. I talk you, to them oh all the God, time. Oh, my God. Your first team, too. It's like yeah. you get so obsessed. You love I've, them all, but like your first, it's like so exciting. I've broken time. every rule in my contract. I talk to them all, <laughs> all the time. I'm like DMing them. They're like, you're not supposed to do that. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah, don't get in trouble. You don't want to disqualify them because you're not obeying the rules. Yeah, there's rules in place that you're supposed to follow. Uh, Kelly added that Ariana is always sending stuff to her team at the hotel that they're staying at as well. Oh, well, I mean, that's super sweet. I I don't see why that's a rule breaker. That's not going to affect their performance. You're a coach. You want to watch out for your yeah. players, right? Uh, a fire broke out at Will and Jada Pinkett Smith's Calabasas home on Monday afternoon. A witness said the fire actually broke out in the basement, and a fireman had to be treated that came to um, help things out. So Willa and Jada, they were there, but no one else was injured. Sounds like the firefighter is going to be just fine. But Willa and Jada, they live on this huge estate, and she just turned 50 last week. She had a huge 
50th birthday party, and the party included, she had a roller rink set up, food trucks, COVID testing for her celebrity pals that were there. So she had a big 50th birthday bash over there this past weekend. Uh, Willow, their daughter, was uh, performing at Life is Beautiful this weekend on Friday. Yeah, they made they made a note of the one person that was missing was their daughter. Yeah. They, they said exactly yeah, she was at Life is Beautiful. Kind of a, a fire theme going here. This is something you might see on America's Funniest Home Videos. Nicole Richie, she turned 40 and set her hair on fire while blowing up the candles on her cake. Here's what that sounded like. Yes! You ever do that blowing out candles and your hair gets in there? No, luckily I have not. Have you? Uh, no, but I feel like I see this stuff all the time back in the day on America's Funniest Home Videos. Someone leans in to blow out the cake. Yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> kind of a staple of that show, yeah. Somebody caught this. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, they do not follow each other on Instagram. They follow each other in real life. They're very close. A great couple. But uh, as far as social media, they don't follow each other. Oh, and maybe that leaves something to the imagination, you know? They got the real deal. You know, yeah. you see your spouse on social media. They got the real deal. We talked yesterday. This was uh, from the UK about the best driving songs. It was a list from the UK. A lot of 80s songs in there. Well, here's another study from the UK. And this is, these are what they call the safest driving songs, meaning they're best for Staying concentrated, staying calm, staying alert. So here's the top five safe driving songs. Again, this is a UK study, but they have at number five, Bon Jovi's on the list. You feel calm and alert when you hear this song? I feel alert. I don't know that I would feel calm, but I definitely feel alert. This next song is from Birdie. I'm not sure if I heard this one. It's called Skinny Love. I'm not going to speed when I hear this. Yeah, I like this song. Olivia Rodrigo in Trader is on this list. Love this song. This is a UK study of the safest songs to listen to while driving. Number two comes from Lana Del Rey. Cinnamon Girl. She just has a sound to her that's so cool. Yeah, she's a... If you just want to chill drive, she's the uh, perfect soundtrack for that. What do you think of this? Here's the number one song, UK study, safest song to drive to, meaning you stay concentrated, you stay calm, you stay alert. This was number one. Dead woman, take it slow and work yourself out fine. All we need is just a little patience. Yeah, you need a little patience when driving. I get the message. I get the message. I like it. Yeah, that's good. No road rage. So we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. And then be here at 825. We'll do heads up. And when you win heads up, you'll get tickets to see Dua Lipa. And here she is with Love Again. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1487. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, September 22nd. It's the first day of fall, so welcome to the new season. I was just uh, reading a little bit about the first day of fall, and uh, so, so many people love fall. Like, that is... That is one of our favorite seasons. I, not the favorite season, but uh, the favorite season is summer. 
And then spring and then fall. But I mean, it, it's one of my favorite seasons. I love fall. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. My, my body's funny. It's like as soon as the season starts to change, I'm excited about whatever season is coming. So I'm super excited about fall. When spring rolls around, I'm ready for springtime, summer. It's like my, my body clock is just dialed in with the four seasons. But there is something special about fall, especially in Vegas, coming off that the heat. And, and to me, late September, October, November, that's like the best time of year out here. It's really nice. It's, uh, it's funny, though. I feel like everybody kind of jumps the gun on the seasons though mm-hmm. like i felt like fall came three weeks ago just because everyone was getting all hype for pumpkin spice i feel like the discussion on when the red starbucks cups are going to come out here will be in just a couple of weeks and that's in my mind winter it's like why are we discussing that red starbucks cups but but it'll happen soon and so i feel like we kind of jumped the gun and i wish we would appreciate and live in the now a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> still soaking summer just a little bit longer well, not now because no, it's but, officially fall. Yeah, but yeah, duh, yeah. Like go back a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just it's one of those things. I think we like to jump the gun a little bit. I haven't seen. I've seen Christmas decorations. I, I feel like I've seen Christmas decorations at Lowe's or Home Depot starting to pop up. Halloween stuff is in full effect. I mean, that that was out a couple weeks ago. I saw my first spirit Halloween store almost like three four weeks ago as well. It was uh, in, in Henderson. I was doing some stuff, and it was a. A, a former grocery store that shut down, and I had all these balloons and everything out front. And I'm pulling in, thinking, "Oh, new grocery store has has come to where the old store was." Nope, Spirit Halloween's ready to go. Yeah, I saw a Christmas stuff at Costco the Did other you? day, and I just and it, then it made me get a little anxious, like, "Oh my gosh, I got to start my Christmas shopping." And then I'm like, "Yes, it's September, but I got to stop." Just with all we've talked about it, all the supply chain issues, everything that that's going on, production is down, so. If you're uh, if there's something specific that you want this year for for Christmas that you want to give someone or you want for yourself, they're saying just buy it now. When you see it, buy it because the chances are it will not be there closer to the season. And there's something nice too, just about having stuff done. So you're not running around last minute. I do enjoy like the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. In fact, my brother and I used to make it a tradition to go out on. Christmas Eve that day to go out and get some kind of last minute gifts just to feel the energy and excitement of the holiday shopping. But I do like getting the majority of stuff done ahead of time. So you don't have to worry about trying to find someone that perfect gift. Two yeah, days out. for sure. And then I for, for us, I have two birthdays and Christmas in the same month. So I got to really yeah. kind of space things out and figure out, OK, what I, I end up with, like a bunch of gifts and then I have to make piles. OK, birthday gift, Christmas, birthday gift, Christmas. It's a, it's a pain. If you have December birthdays in your house, I feel bad for the December birthday people because their birthday does get kind of overshadowed because of the holiday season. But that being said, I try to go above and beyond so they feel really special on their big day. And everything's prior, right? Birthdays are prior to Christmas. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all prior. Although I do have a friend who was born on Christmas and she says it, that it's been great and it's been kind of a pain for her whole life. She said it was mostly, it was hard when she was a kid, but as she's gotten older, she actually likes it and embraces it. But I, yeah, I, I always wondered what was that like having your birthday on Christmas? Yeah, because I'm sure the parents probably did everything they can to make you feel special on, on, on your day. But at the same time, all your friends are like, woo, yeah, happy birthday. Good, good for you. I got this for Christmas. Look at me. I would just tell everyone they're celebrating your birthday, hun. Like, look, this is all for you and Jesus. <laughs> And we, uh, our, our last Chihuahua, Lily, she was born on July 4th, and that was the joke. She thought the fireworks for her. Like, what a birthday celebration. Like, they're all here for you, kid. They're everything. Uh, this is not about uh, the birth. 
birthday of America. No. This is about the birthday of Lily. <laughs> yes, the fireworks all across the How country. How's she going to know? She's not going to go confirm that with anyone. Just let her think that. Exactly. She didn't Google it. No, <laughs> not at all. Let's talk about today's show. And, and man, we've got some great stuff going on. These tickets to Dua Lipa. She'll be at T-Mobile Arena next March. We have them for you in the 8 o'clock hour, 825 on those. It is Wednesday mornings. We have two truths and a lie. We'll do that at 6.30. And prior to that, about 15 minutes from now, take us to go see Magic Mike live at his new home, Sahara Hotel and Casino. Those tickets are yours when you win heads up. And then before that, what's going on here in the 6 o'clock hour? Before that, we have what's trending. What do you got for us? Well, Lil Nas X, he's trending this morning because of his love of country music. Why pumpkin cream is becoming the next big thing. And a beer with so much alcohol. It's been banned in several states. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Oh, Fox Radio. I love it. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets to Magic Mike live. We have them for you right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Lil Nas X is trending this morning. Is the singer heading back to country music? His debut album, Montero, it just came out on Friday. And now he's trending... Because of his dedication to Dolly, the Grammy winner performed a cover of Dolly Parton's iconic 1973 hit, Jolene, during an appearance at the BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge, and the internet is screaming about it. Here's a little taste for you. fans of each other. Dolly said that she had the opportunity to be on Lil Nas X's breakout hit Old Town Road, but she turned it down since he had already had remixes on the track with BTS, Billy Ray Cyrus, Lil Wayne. Uh, But Dolly says she does hope to work with him on another project in the future. That's got a great sound to it. Yeah, he sounds so good. He's just on fire right now. He is just He's doing big things and and good for him. Yeah, it sounds really good. Also trending this morning is Willie Garson, the actor best known for his roles in Sex in the City and White Collar, has died at the age of fifty seven. He played Stanford, the stylist, a stylish best friend of Carrie Bradshaw on Sex in the City, and he reprised he reprised his role in both of the franchise's films. He had just recently been filming. HBO Max's upcoming revival series and just like that and a cause has not uh, death has not been disclosed yet they did say he was battling a an illness and so just really sad news only 57 years old and he was in so many shows I saw an article that said he was in over some 50 some shows I'm like he was in 50 shows so, so I went and looked at it, it as like IMDb he was on Family Ties Cheers Mr Belvedere remember the show My Two Dads an appearance on that. Ali McBeal, he was on Friends, X-Files, Melrose Place. I mean, the list goes on. One-off appearances, maybe a couple episodes, but this guy has been in so many television shows. It's such sad news. Yeah, just very, very sad news, and, and especially at, at that age to see Young. that happen. So, some yeah, some sad news to report this morning and what's trending. Also trending this morning is pumpkin cream. Now, it's the first day of fall, but pumpkin spice has been around for a couple of weeks already. How about pumpkin cream? It's not a drink, though. It's hitting your luscious locks. The fall hair color mixes shades of orange and copper with blonde highlights for a soft and much brighter look. And it is just 
trending like crazy right now. Now, this is different than pumpkin spice hair color. That trend mixes shades of orange and brown for a deeper, deeper color. Pumpkin cream, it's lighter. It's it's more orange than red and more it's creamier, I guess. Um, everyone from Dua Lipa to SZA have jumped on the trend. So it's probably going to stick around for a while. Be, be aware. You're going to see a lot of pumpkin cream hair color this season. I'm trying to pull up a picture of it. It sounds nice. It sounds like, oh, that is a good color. Yeah, it's really yeah, pretty. Like that, yeah. With the highlights, like they're, they've got like the, the blonde highlights with the, with the orange color and it's very soft looking, but still very vibrant. It's very pretty. Yeah. That's a nice style. Yeah. I'm down with that. Also trending this morning is Sam Adams. So Sam Adams um, has a new beer on the way. The new batch of its limited edition Utopia's Brew. It comes in a 25.4 ounce copper clad decanter. And it has a suggested retail price of 240 bucks. And it is so strong it has been banned in 15 states. The beer, which comes out every two years, contains 28% alcohol by volume, making it more than five times as strong as the average beer. So Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia have all banned the brew. (laughs) A total of around 13,000 bottles will be shipped to the states where it is legal. So, yes, that means it will be legal here. You can get it yourself. And that is what's trending. All right, here we go. We want Caller 20. That sounds intense. Caller 20 at 702-364-9400. Your Caller 20, you get to play heads up. This is is a fun prize. We have a pair of tickets to see Magic Mike live at its new home, the Sahara Hotel and Casino. It is a fun show, and you'll have a great night out if you win these tickets. All you have to do is be called. Caller 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, get six answers in 60 seconds, and you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702 364 9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Good morning, Alma. Good morning. You are Caller 20. You ready yeah. to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. Okay. We've got some Magic Mike live tickets up for grabs. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Arg Matey, Deep Dish, or Holy Guacamole? Let's do holly guacamole. Holy guacamole. Mm-hmm. National Guacamole Day was last Thursday. So these are all different ingredients in guacamole, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here you go, Alma. Very simple. You get six correct in 60 seconds, and you get tickets to go see Magic Mike live, and you start now. Um, You squeeze this into dishes for a little tang. It's a yellow fruit. Lime? Uh, Lemon. Yes. This is, um, it, it's, a, it's a fruit, technically, but people call it a vegetable. Tomato. Yes. Uh, this is uh, a pepper, and it's very spicy. It's a... Um, Jalapeno? Yes. This is the green thing that makes it all up. You smash this. Avocado. Yes. You might not put some pepper, but you might put a little bit of this in there. Salt? Yes. This is a, 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 a vegetable that when you cut it, it makes your eyes water. Onions. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, you must, you must love guacamole like I do. We knew all of these. Nice job! 
Thank you. Yes, congratulations, Alma. You're all set with tickets to go see Magic Mike live. Brand new home at the Sahara Hotel and Casino. We'll have more of these tomorrow morning at 625. Heads Up comes up again in the 8 o'clock hour at 825. And when you win it in the 8 o'clock hour, you're going to get tickets to go see Dua Lipa at T-Mobile Arena. Up next. Woo! You ready? We're ready. Are you guys ready? Two truths and one lie is on the way next. Two of us. We'll be telling you the truth about something. One of us is going to be lying. Can you tell who is the liar? It's not as easy as it sounds. Sometimes we confuse ourselves here. Uh, You can listen to it or you can jump on Facebook now because we will be streaming it live here in just a couple minutes. Right after Doja Cat and SZA, it's Kiss Me More and this is Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. The game is two truths and a lot. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. And we are going to give this another attempt this morning. We are streaming live on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the morning. And maybe you'll get some clues based on our facial expressions, our nervous tics. I don't know. I think we're all pretty good liars. This is what I've learned from playing this for the past few months. Um, two truths and one lie. Two of us are telling the truth about something. One of us is lying. We all drew. We predetermined who will be telling the truth and who will be lying this morning. I already looked at mine mm. while you guys look I, I can just start since you guys uh, are checking yeah, yours th- out this is hard too it's a hard thing to do because I feel like we're trying to like, fool each other and yeah. tell stories that we haven't told before and we, we know each other for a long time we need to all be on the same page and like help each other yeah, instead, we, instead we're like trying <laughs> to call each other liar? out <laughs> you weren't in town when that happened <laughs> all right so I'll go first today I, I I thought of this just because it's the first day of fall and um, the pumpkins are going to be a- appearing everywhere. And we all know my aversion to pumpkin seeds, right? Mm. I, I cannot stand pumpkin seeds. But there is another food item that I have an aversion equal to that of pumpkin seeds, where when I see them, I get nauseous, I get sick, I cannot stand this item. I just don't, when, if I see someone else eating it, it makes me really nauseous. And that item is olives. I hate olives so bad. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story. We went out to dinner with some friends of ours. We went to a steakhouse and my girlfriend got a martini with these blue cheese stuffed almonds. I almost lost, or not almonds, olives. I almost lost it at the table. Like, I just, I started sweating. I'm like, those things are making me sick. I can't even look. And then she's like, oh, (laughs) just disgusting. I cannot stand olives. They are so gross and they make me nauseous. The way you were describing how she was eating was just so funny. If you're not on Facebook Live, you need to go on it to see our expressions. So olives, Mercedes, that's that's different. I, I hate them. Black, green, doesn't matter. Disgusting. Don't you put olives in your chili? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no way. I would never. Um, Jeff just asked, Mercedes, would you rather eat an olive or a tomato? Uh, I'm sweating just thinking about that. You know what? 
Probably a tomato, and I definitely don't like tomatoes. I cannot stand olives. Watch on Facebook, because you just did a old-timey Hollywood, I'm sweating uh, about the faint look. This is not traumatics, oh you guys. These are real feelings. Wait, now hold on out. one second, okay? Oh hold God. on one second. I'm we getting know, high in here. Oh. We know the pumpkins. We know the story behind the pumpkins. We know the story. Why? Why? What was the deal with olives? Did you like the taste, the texture? What's the backstory on olives? I, I don't know that there's like a specific backstory. I do remember my dad, he he likes he liked olives too. And he would make martinis with not the blue cheese ones, but just the regular ones with that red thing in the middle. And for some reason when I was a kid, I looked at those and they looked like candy to me because they were two different colors and I thought, "Oh, that must be sweet." And I remember I went to taste and I just touched it on my tongue. I was like, eh. and I I I wanted to throw up. It was the most disgusting flavor I've ever had ever. It was so gross. So yeah, I've I do not like olives. I I put them right up there with pumpkins. Uh, pumpkin seeds. That's what? intense. We've never we've never had like we've done so many food things on the show, and never once has there been. Oh, make sure there's no olives on it. Unless you say it, we're not just picking up on it. You're right. Like I, for Try It Tuesdays, like what stuff don't you guys like? I know the tomatoes thing, and then sometimes JC with dairy. But this is a very big first for me, Mercedes. If we wow. ever have anything with olives, trust me, I'll tell you. But you know, when we're like the Carl's Jr. chicken sandwich, I'm like, there's probably not olives on that. So, <laughs> oh, there's olive sauce. <laughs> so that's fine. Okay, that's good. All, All right. right, I got. Who okay, wants to go next? Uh, I'll go next. Okay. I have a. Um, well, I had. An interesting connection to the Philadelphia Phillies. I, I just kind of like blocked this out and just it just kind of popped in my mind. And it, I'll, I'll be honest, as we get closer to Wednesday, I'm starting to think of stuff I never told on the radio before. And it, it's a little thing, but it goes back to my childhood. My neighbor, Carl Ernstberger was his name. He was older. Um, gosh, he was, he was uh, I don't know, maybe late teens, early 20s. He played for the Reading Phillies. He was a pitcher, and I'll never forget this day. Uh, I was a little kid in my backyard, and when we go to my parents' house now, there's trees overgrown. You can't see the neighbor's house. But as it, when we were little, we moved in in the 70s. Our backyard kind of rolled into our neighbor's driveway. And i never forget, I was in, in, in the backyard, and he comes pulling in his driveway, and he gets out of his car, and he is screaming at the top of his lungs, jumping up and down with excitement. Mom, 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 I did it, I did it. And he goes running inside, and then the buzz around the neighborhood was he got drafted by the Reading Phillies. He, he was a pitcher. And he was only he only lasted a couple of months, but my neighbor, Carl Lernsberger, was a pitcher for the double A team, the double A affiliate for the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's believable and that's kind of exciting, like a little claim to fame for your neighborhood. Um what was his name again? Carl Ernstberger. What was his ERA? I don't know. I'm gonna say I, I, that's all I, I was. Well, you should know that. So, come on, DC. Eight year old. I, I, maybe I was six, seven, eight years old at the time. I'm younger than that. I just remember in the backyard and just, just pulling him and screaming like something went down. And it was it was a, it screams of joy that he made the Reading Phillies and they moved out. And I was texting my mom about it today. It was Carl. There was he had a younger brother named David that was more my age. And she said, and his sister. I'm like, there was a girl that lived in that house. I remember the girl. You would have remembered the girl, JC. Yeah. Come on. I know. Lies. They... <laughs> <laughs> this is a lie. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my neighbor was a pitcher for the Reading Phillies, the double-A affiliate for the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay, who is telling the truth? Who is lying? And he that... hates olives, too. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> that's <laughs> lying, That's together. why he quit the team. <laughs> the two out of the three have gone, and Steph, that leaves you. You are up next. Yes, you guys remember last week I was telling you about our dog Momo and him meeting his little brother. And we, I've been persuading my husband James to get the little puppy. They're, they have the same mom and dad. 
if you don't remember from last week, if you're just tuning in and not knowing, is that they have the same mom and dad, and the mom just had another litter. And we went to go visit the new litter, and I've been in the persuading of James to get the puppy, and he's very logistical. He's like, I need to have everything straight. We got to get everything right. And I have convinced him to get the second puppy. What? And we're picking up the second puppy this Friday. No! Yes! I have been... Oh my gosh, I, you have no idea how many... Like, I've been like trying so hard not to like just be on social media like we're getting a second puppy, but it is happening. Um, we already have a name planned out and we're just kind of... I'm kind of just freaking out because last night is like the day we said, all right, we need to give them an answer. So last night was our final time just like, this is it. These are the logistics we've kind of planned out for James and I picking up a second puppy on Friday. Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, if you're lying, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, like, you can scratch this Steph has off. To be, this, this has to be the truth. This game is between Mercedes and I today. It's not included. Steph is out of the picture. There's no way you're lying <laughs> about that. that would that. be the meanest yeah. lie to say that. Oh my gosh, that is exciting. Will you tell us the name? Or, um, yeah, I'll oh. tell you what we're thinking. We're thinking of Appa because Momo is from the our, one of our favorite uh, shows, Avatar The Last Airbender. And in that show, there's also a character named Appa and it's both of and Momo and Appa together in the show. So we thought we would keep the consistent theme of Momo and Appa in Avatar. Ah, Steph, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I believe you. I really believe you. Oh, it's off the table. It's between you and I, Mercedes. You think? Yes. She's not (laughs) lying about this. She's really being tricky. Like, I don't know. Steph is a smart girl. I think... Ah, well, she saved know. it to make this announcement. There's no way you're lying about this. What questions do you guys have? Oh, well, what time are you getting the dog on Friday? Uh, we're thinking like around three or four. Oh, how, so wait. So is this one of the dogs that, because he brought Momo there last week, he told us. Is this one of the dogs Momo saw so they met before? Yes. This okay. Is the, this is the dog. Is mm-hmm. this dog the runt of the litter? What's that? The runt? Uh-huh. That's like the smallest dog. Oh, I don't know. That's oh. a good question. Um, Is this dog, uh, is it a male or female? A male. Um, you have a little brother. Is, is, what's his personality like? Right now, it's kind of hard to tell. He's pretty quiet when he was around Momo. Um, when he was barking at him, he was pretty, pretty tame. We asked about his personality with the other dogs and they said he's pretty calm. We wanted kind of like the calmest dog, but sometimes personalities come, they come out later. Do you have this stuff like another, uh, another crate or as I call them, little condos for them to sleep in? Do you have another crate for him to sleep in? So we're keeping the same condo, the same crate, and we're just putting a divider in the on the side so that it still kind of fits his size. And then we'll see how that goes until then. But we have a lot of extra stuff from Momo. The only thing that we're getting different is a different bowl for his feeding and his water. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Steph's so getting a second dog. Okay, what do you think? 702-364-9400. Call or text. Who is telling the truth? Who is lying? Melissa says it's JC or Mercedes. Uh, Stephanie says, I think JC, it looks like he was reading from something on his computer during his story. <laughs> he runs the board. I'll give him that. This is yes. why you need to watch on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Steph, I write my stories out ahead of time. My neighbor. Jan says, hmm, I'm thinking JC for a third week in a row. Yeah, it's a random drawing. Yeah. We just don't know. Um, on the text line, all three stories are very believable, but JC is lying. He didn't pitch his story as convincingly as Mercedes and Steph. So... It's time for the big reveal. Who is telling the truth? Truth teller number one, will you please step forward? It's me. I hate olives. 
I hate olives. They're so disgusting. I cannot stand olives. No way! Yes! I never knew this about oh, you, Mercedes. We've been to lunch and dinners and steakhouses and many other restaurants. I feel like this would have come up at some point. Olive I, spreads, everything. I just don't eat them. If they're there, I will not touch them. And and most things don't come with olives, but like pizza, but I never order pizza with olives on it. Like, ooh, hate olives. Huh. Wow. Okay. That's never come up. That's interesting. I, I know, right? Mm-hmm. So there you go. I was telling the truth. Truth teller number two. I'm so upset. I'm truth teller number two, which means Steph is lying. <laughs> Steph! That's I'm awful! So I know! Oh my gosh! I had to come up with something big oh. this week because I lie because it's so hard. Come on now, that's so mean to us. <gasps> I know, it broke my heart too when I found out that we couldn't get him. James was just saying, no, we can't right now. We so can't. break our hearts. I know, I'm the liar this week. I knew she was the liar the second I told the truth at JC's face. He was stunned. Because <laughs> he knew he was yeah, telling exactly. the truth. He was yeah, stunned. Oh. But they got, they got forever homes. We actually found out yesterday they all got forever homes. So it was hard to kind of come up to that conclusion. But yeah, no second off. Yeah, this is devastating. Yeah, really. This is just devastating. This is the harshest round ever. Jeff said Holy something cow. sad. He said, Jeff said, oh, my God, you can't lie about puppy. You can't. You I can't. feel horrible. I know. Uh, Appa. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, picturing it. This is going to be yeah. amazing. Oh. I'm thinking about, okay, get a little gift for the new puppy. Bring it on Friday. <laughs> Welcome to the family. I know. I heard, I'm breaking my heart, too, just talking about it. Next time, I won't lie about puppies. Uh, yeah, the last no, time. No lies about puppies ever again on this show. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so sad on the yeah, text Steph, line. Oh, get another puppy. Oh, Steph. Steph, that was so mean. LOL. Um... <laughs> Someone says, I can't wait to watch Mercedes' facial expressions as she talks about olives on their YouTube channel. Yes, we do have a YouTube channel if you want to check it out. (laughs) We're on there. And you can see Steph lying to our faces and the devastation on our face when we find out she's lying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were really, you did a good job. You you won. You won. If there was a winner, you won. I was talking about the, I went into her studio yesterday and was talking about the pup and you were a little awkward about the whole thing. So I'm thinking like, oh, she knew she was going to get yesterday. She didn't want to say anything. She was saving it for today to make the, the fun announcement. What a fun way to announce that you're getting a second pup. Uh-uh. All lies. JC, you read my body language because I kind of already knew we weren't, but I wanted to save it for two truths and a lie that I wasn't going to get I picked up. It was a weird conversation we had. Yes. You know, you didn't come in here and ask if I liked olives. No, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make that I'm next time. I'll make that joking. a part. Mercedes, I'm getting an olive spread this afternoon. No, no. Do you, do you like don't. olives? No. <laughs> I'm so sad. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm let's sorry. Uh, look, uh, by the way, yes, Carl Ernstberger, um, he played for the uh, the Reading Phillies for like a couple of months, and then he quit. And he had a little sister you never knew about. I didn't know my, I didn't know my <laughs> sister. My mom did a girl in the house. Like, they did? I don't remember that. And JC does read his truths off of his computer. <laughs> I am fully prepared to walk into this segment. Wow. All right, Steph. Thanks for burning I'm us. sorry. Oh, man. Lying no about more. puppies. Whoa. No more. Jeez. Up next is the, I'm devastated. Up next is the hot three. Mercedes, what do you have for okay, us? Okay, we're going to talk about parenting. Is it harder to raise kids today than ever? We're going to talk about that. Also, when you fly, are your airplane habits, are they normal or are they weird? We're going to put you to the test. And speaking of puppies, a puppy is held hostage by another animal. We'll tell you what happened coming up next during the hot three.
The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. A new poll finds four and five American parents are in agreement, saying that it is harder to raise children today than when they were growing up. Eight and ten agree parenting is more challenging than 30 years ago due to the role technology plays in our everyday lives. Uh, 86% of parents also agree that kids grow up much faster today thanks to tech. The average parent gives their kids their first internet-connected device at just seven years old. And just under a quarter of respondents say they gave their child access to the web between the ages of three and five. And kids, they're spending an average of 43% of their free time on some type of of internet connected device. I am so glad that we didn't have social media when we were kids. I just, I don't know how, kids, I don't know how you're doing it. Parents having to deal with social media and monitor your kids. I just, like, I look at bullying, for example. Like, bullying, if you got bullied at school on the weekends, Friday, 3 o'clock, it would stop because you wouldn't see that person again until Monday morning. You'd have to worry about anything. Now, social media, Facebook, everything else. I mean, it's, stuff is nonstop for kids. It's oh, nonstop. Yeah, and it's it's hard to monitor it. This hits very close to home with a, something that um, a couple, an incident recently in our world and just monitoring and finding things and like, okay, that's not okay. Um, and it's just, yeah, there's a lot going on for sure. When you got your girls... Their first cell phone. Did you? Would you monitor stuff? Do you still monitor? Are there apps that allow, like, if you get someone a phone that they send a text message, all of a sudden you get a copy of that text message sent to you? Are there kind of apps like that to help you out? There are, and I don't do it that to that extent. But um, I I give them their privacy unless I think there's something happening. And recently, one of my daughters was not acting normal. I could tell she was upset. I was like, "What's wrong? Nothing, nothing, nothing." I could tell, and and I I just had a gut feeling something is up. And so I went and monitored, and guess what? Something was up. Something was happening. And so I was like, no. It, and it was one of those things where she's like, you know, it, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, nope, not fine. Not fine at all. And so in that case, then I look. I totally believe in giving them their privacy unless I think that there is an issue, and then I will check. Then you're stepping in. That's a and good I thing. Did, yeah. And I did. And uh, you know, I <laughs> wasn't, I didn't have a fan club or anything after doing that, but guess what? I don't care because it's my kid, and I'm going to take care of my kid. Amen. Yeah. Go on, preach on. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I got this your back. This hits very close to home. There's some stuff that, that happened recently, and it just, yeah, it, it gets me pretty worked up. So, uh, Also this morning, BuzzFeed recently conducted did a quiz to find out how people feel about common flying habits. And they got well over 100,000 responses. And here's some of the highlights. So let's ask you guys, what seat is the best when you're flying? Do you want the window aisle or middle seat? I'm an aisle guy. I like that extra space to kind of lean out and get some space. So I'm an aisle guy. Steph? Hold on. Window for sure. A I window? love window. Oh, I gotta take pictures sometimes. It's so pretty. And if you want to sleep, you can lean up right against the wall. I yes. love that. The window seat too. Seventy percent of people said window seat. Twenty nine percent went with aisle, and that one percent that picked the middle seat. I just, I just don't understand it. But that, I mean, think about that. That's more than three thousand voters that picked the middle seat. Is <laughs> there someone listening right now that you, if you have your choice, you're going to say middle seat all day? Who is that? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. We need to it's analyze amazing. your childhood. What made you become that kind of person? It's, it's a phenomenon. It truly is. Okay, what is easier, just a carry on or just a checked bag? Carry on. I, I can't tell you the last time I checked a bag. Carry on all, all day. Steph? Carry on for sure. Um, I usually check, but this past time we went to Chicago, I did a carry on and 
that was the most freeing experience of my entire life. That was just so nice to walk on, walk off, not, not have to worry about baggage claim. But if my family and I are going somewhere, we all check in. <laughs> all of us have a check-in bag. Yeah, it, it depends on length, too. If you're traveling overseas or something or maybe going you know, going on a week's-long vacation, I can see the, the, the check in the bag. Then then it, it is easier to get on a plane without having to carry anything, but then having to wait for the bag to come through oh, at the end. Oh, it's such a Ugh. pain. What is the best airplane snack? The one I bring, my Subway sandwich. Uh, but I think they mean what they give away, but okay, Steph. He said, a, she said a snack, JC. That's a sandwich. That's a whole meal. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's my snack when I fly. Um, uh, like a granola bar for me. Granola bar? Who hands out granola bars? No, oh, you, like the ones I give out. Sometimes they'll give out those brownie brittle. Oh, Southwest yes. gave out brownie brittle. Oh my God, that's that was a geeky. great day when they do that. Uh, 45% of people said cookies. 41% said pretzels. And 14% said peanuts. Although Peanuts are very rare on planes now due to allergy policies, but uh, those were the tops. And then, do you recline in your seat? Never. No? Nope. Steph? When it's time, when the seatbelt sign comes off and we've already kind of gone in the air, yes, I will recline. 45% of people said no because it's rude to the person behind you. 43% 43% said yes, but only if they're trying to sleep. And 12% said yes all the time. Are you a recliner? Um, I am not. I I don't, unless it's like a long flight mm-hmm. and I just need to kind of lean back a little bit. But I always kind of give the person behind, I make eye contact with the person behind me and d- just to make sure their tray is not down or anything. And I kind of look at them and smile. I'm like, I oh, my seat back is that cool and then usually that does not get as bad of a response as you're just sitting there and all of a sudden it's just pushed back that is the worst you got to be a courtesy recliner even if you don't make eye contact go slow yeah a little nudge nice and gradual i'm coming i'm coming (laughs) all right finally this morning a group of malaysians spent three days trying to rescue a puppy from a monkey recently. Yes, this hostage crisis ended after this wild monkey dog napped a puppy and kept it for three days. The two week old puppy was grabbed by by this monkey carried to the top of a telephone pole after which the monkey carried the puppy over rooftops, walked on power lines to stay out of reach. The exhausted and hungry puppy was finally saved after, after the people trying to rescue it started throwing rocks at the monkey which caused it to drop the puppy into the bushes below unharmed the dog was hungry and exhausted but otherwise um unharmed the puppy named saru was adopted by a local after that whole ordeal it's just like the pictures this monkey he's so mean he just will not leave let this poor little puppy go and he's so (laughs) sweet i mean he's just holding on to it and turns his back to everyone like get out of here and i just love the people they're like throwing rocks at it like (laughs) drop the puppy okay we have to have an on-air show meeting here because it's 705 and we should be going to break right now so hmm why don't we go to break yeah i don't yeah do what we gotta do come back and then do something fun. Yeah, we will. <laughs> All right, actually, we'll do the dirt coming up here in just about uh, 10 minutes. A legendary group is set to return. Details are on the way.
Ed Sheeran on Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the Morning. His new album is coming out in October. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, this is pretty cool. The Fugees are going on tour for the first time in 25 years to celebrate the 25th anniversary of their 1996 album, The Score. Lauren Hill, Wyclef Jean, Faraz Michel. They haven't performed together since the 2005 BET Awards. The first show is actually happening tonight at an undisclosed location in New York City in support of Global Citizen Live. Now, the rest of the tour doesn't kick off until November 2nd in Chicago. And the closest they'll be to is November 12th at the Forum in L.A. That will be an incredible show. I hope it starts on time. That was the one, the concert complaints, right? Was it uh, was it Lauren Hill or the Fuji? It was or? it was Lauren Hill. So no disrespect to Frost and Wyclef Jean because I you know I can't unfairly put it. But when I went to see her here, my gosh, I hadn't been that excited for a concert in a long time. I could not wait to see her, and she was late. She was mad. She did not want to be there. It it was terrible. I was so let down. I was so sad because I was looking forward to that show for months. It just maybe she just had an off night. Who knows? When you brought that up, though, multiple people called in and said they had the same experience at different shows. I know, I know. I just try to give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, sometimes things happen. Yeah, of course. Oh, it was terrible. The Rolling Stones kick off their tour on Sunday. They'll be at Allegiant Stadium November 6th. Now, on Monday night, the Rolling Stones played their first gig since Charlie Watts' death. This was actually a private event hosted by New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft. They're like in this like convention hall, like this little banquet room playing for these people. If you owned an NFL team and you could, you're having a party for friends and you could hire any band. You have, you have Robert Kraft money. Who are you hiring to play for your little party? Mmm... The Spice Girls. Ooh. <laughs> you said band, though, right? They're group really band? A band? No, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. <laughs> hey, guys, my little shindig tonight. Okay, cool. The Spice Girls are playing for us. <laughs> I'd be very excited. Ratings for the talk are at an all-time low, and many online sites say the recent cash changes spells doom for the show. So Carrie Ann and Amba has left. Elaine Welcheroth has left. The show recently made Jerry O'Connell and Akbar Baja Biamila. Um, I know I'm saying his last name wrong, but uh, they made them permanent guest hosts. They're kind of turning the show into like a little battle of the, sex, battle of the sexes, two guys, two girls. Now, there's like, one person that ha- is very happy about the ratings decline and the rumors of a possible cancellation is Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, I got to imagine that she's probably like, ha ha. Um, but... <laughs> I love Jerry O'Connell. He seems so nice, but he really gets on my nerves on that show. <laughs> he just will not shut up. And he's he is always one-upping. He's always got a better story. He's always trying to go for the laugh. And sometimes it's like, okay, you don't need to comment on every single story. You can like let her take this story. You know what I mean? It's just so annoying. I, I like him. I, but after you said that, I started noticing that more and more. But I do like the guy. I, I think he does a great job on that show. I felt like when he first came to the show, he brought a different kind of energy to it. And now things are starting to settle down a little bit so maybe he'll settle down maybe there's an excitement when he starts the show maybe as i literally just do everything you just described (laughs) um let's talk about some famous okay you're you you, choose your own adventure i can either talk about the best funeral songs or do a little birthday game celebrity birthday game um you know in an effort not to go the death route let's go with a birthday okay (laughs) let's go with the birth (laughs) rather than the death i like that two celebrity birthdays um you tell me you guess their age both have birthdays today first one is joan jett how old do you think joan jett is let me give you some of her songs first 
mean, she has so many hit songs. How old do you think Joan Jett is? Uh, I would say Joan Jett is 60. 63 is the answer. She is? Hey. Oh, my gosh. The, I didn't look at the celebrity birthdays this morning. You're the best. You always get these. You're always on point with these things. How old do you think Tony Basil is? If you don't remember Tony Basil, she had this hit song in the 80s. This one shocked me when I saw her age. 74? 78. Oh, my gosh. Wow. 78? Yeah. My how's goodness. Tony, Tony Basil, 78? That's, wow. Good for her. I haven't seen her in a while, but th- I mean, hey, that's an accomplishment, getting to 78 years old. Heck yeah. All right, so coming up next hour. There's ticket- oh, that's it? You don't have any more birthdays for me? Uh, I'll let, well, let me pop up. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, how it's old? Fine. How old is, um, let's see here, Scott Bale, Charles okay. in Charge, and Happy Days. How oh, old? my gosh. That guy is so funny. Um, that guy's so funny? Well, oh, no, funny, he's yeah. kind of, <laughs> there's a lot going on with that guy. I don't know, 61. Yes. <laughs> You're just, know these birthdays, Mercedes. How old is Bonnie Hunt? Bonnie Hunt, the actress? Is, is that who? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 60, 65? Oh, you, you went high on Bonnie Hunt. Oh, I 60. did? Oh, sorry, Bonnie. <laughs> uh, I, either way, you're amazing. Uh, we love you, Bonnie. And then uh, I'll give you one more here. Let me find one more. JC is uh, a fan of the... You know, going 60 to 70 years old. <laughs> okay, I'll go young. Okay. Um, let's see here. Tom Felton. He uh, played Draco Mafoy in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I'm guessing based on your... Who did he play? Your laughter. I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Draco? 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 I've never seen Harry Potter. How am I supposed Draco to know the guy's Malfoy. name? Draco Malfoy. <laughs> I've never saw the movies. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> I say 24, 25. 34 oh on Draco Malfoy. I'm sorry, I'm so distracted by Draco Malfoy. I've never seen a Harry <laughs> Potter movie nor read the books. How am I supposed to know the characters? That was awesome. Draco Malfoy. Um, that's all the birthdays for today. Coming up next hour, there's tickets for you to go see Dua Lipa. We got them for you at 825. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, 733. We had some new neighbors move in, uh, actually like three or four year, wait, weeks ago. I was going to say years, but three or four weeks ago. And they've just been getting settled in. We've kind of seen them doing a little work on their house. Um, they, they actually gutted the house before they moved in and had some remodeling done. And then um, lately we've noticed a lot of construction workers there doing stuff not just on the inside, but on the outside, like they have a big dumpster out there and everything. And we have, we've said hi to them in passing, but we never actually had a conversation with them. So last night, my husband and I were, we were going on our walk. And as we're, we're walking back towards our house, we smell smoke. Like it's, it's not just someone like barbecuing. We don't think we're just like, oh my gosh, is something on fire? And you look up in the sky and it's like, it's, there's smoke just, drifting through the neighborhood and i'm like so we start following it we we start walking like where is this coming from and it's that neighbor the new neighbor's home it's coming from their backyard and my husband's like i just saw some guys working back there this this morning i wonder if something caught on fire and, and i was like you should probably go knock on the door so i'm waiting there ready to call 911 he knocks on the door 
and 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 the woman opens the door and she's like hi and he's like hey i'm your neighbor and it looks like there's something on fire in your backyard she's like oh my gosh she goes will you come back with me and check (laughs) so my husband turns around he's like i'm going inside and i'm like be careful so he goes in there and then i hear him like shouting something in the backyard so i am freaking out a guy pulls up in a car. He's like, is something on fire? I was like, I don't know. My husband just went to look. He's like, oh, my gosh. So we're all just kind of waiting there. So now I got a second neighbor sitting with you. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just freaking out. And I'm like, I should call 911. Uh, but but what if it's not? So he's like, what are you doing back there? That's what all I can hear. He's like, okay. She's getting smoked out here. And I'm like, what is happening? So then I see the next door neighbor kind of come around in front of his house and i'm like i'm calling and then all of a sudden my husband comes out and he's like he puts his hand up like everything's okay and so i i come over and she's like hi nice to meet you and and apparently it was the neighbor barbecuing something but not using a normal barbecue i don't know what he was using he was burning wood he was doing all this stuff and my husband's like, you know, you're smoking her out. And she was freaked out because she didn't know anybody. And it was just, it was so weird. Like the whole situation, she was freaked out because she was a, she didn't want to cause a ruckus in the neighborhood. I'm like, well, if you think your house is on fire, yeah. you should probably do something. But on the upside, we met our new neighbors. You met multiple neighbors. <laughs> it was just so funny. Have you ever thought something was an emergency, but you turned out, it turned out to be completely wrong? I, I had 911 ready to go. All I had to do was hit the little green button and said, I was convinced. And so was our other neighbor. He's like, something is on fire. Smell that smoke. And I'm like, what are they barbecuing? My gosh, it was I've never seen anything that smoky. Whatever it was got burned. That that's for sure. Did they have like a smoker, like one of those big green eggs where you're putting like you're putting wood in there, cedar in there, and you get the and, and so it doesn't smell like your traditional barbecue. It smells like something is burning. That's what um, my husband was trying to explain it to me. I didn't understand what he said, but he's like, you know, it was like one of those old school kind of big things that and there was wood in there. I'm like, oh my god, smoking some meat there. Yeah, so it was just, uh, but it didn't smell like meat. It smelled like something was burning. Mm-hmm. Usually, I smell that barbecue smell, and it smells pretty good. But um, so we ended up staying and talking to her for a good 15, 20 minutes and meeting her kids and stuff and and super nice family. It turns out we actually have a lot in common. They're from Park City. They just moved here. So, but it was just it was funny because. Uh, I, if I would have called 911, I would have been really embarrassed after the fact. They're like, ah, it's not a fire. It is a, a smoker next door. But, I mean, and to your credit, if you guys didn't know this, this happened once before. And in your first house, wasn't the, the neighbor's house legitimately on fire? You know, I'm, I've been getting to believe there's a pattern here. It's happened twice before. Before the, I know the one where Matt went in. Yeah, so one t- uh, time, actually, Matt's on the phone. He can explain the barbecue situation. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys, what's going on? Not much. So what was that barbecue you were explaining to me, the the issue? It was one of those old-school Weber jobs that you used charcoal briquettes with. Oh, my gosh. He had this, uh, this old-school, like, pitcher-like thing that he was using to, uh, to uh, create the fire on said briquette. And it, her entire backyard was smoked. There's no way you could sit in the back. It, it, it was, like, scary. We were convinced something was on fire. And but... that, that's old school, buying those old briquettes and stuff and throw them in there, and they put the um, the lighter fluid on there to get that thing going. That's, wow. Like, it takes back to the 70s or something. Yeah. 
I don't think the, the neighbor was happy we ruined his dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a gas grill, uh, gas grill, dude. <laughs> All right. Thanks, babe. Bye. Bye. Oh, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the first house we lived in, um, yeah, two houses down, the house actually caught on fire. Um, Matt went in and broke a window because we thought there was an old lady living there and then oh. she was stuck in there. He had to go he'd be taken to the emergency room for smoke inhalation. Like it was a mess. The The second one was in the house we live now. I pull up on our street after work one day and there's fire trucks everywhere. And I thought it was my house. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what's happening? It was the house directly across the street. Some electrical fire happened in the kitchen. Caught on fire. It wasn't a total loss. It was just the kitchen uh, that needed to It was like straight up fire inside the house? With the hoses and stuff. Wow. Like there's the the, um, fire hydrant and they were like attached. It was crazy. I'd never seen that before. Uh, but yeah, so we don't mess around when it comes to stuff like that. No, We've seen it's a couple a, yeah, of those. it's a great thing. Uh, this uh, text just came in. It says, my dad called the fire department on a neighbor for burning trash in their backyard. Uh, this one said, mine was the opposite. When I was young, I told my family there was a fire in someone's backyard. And they said, oh, it's probably just a barbecue. But it turned out to be a huge fire. Yeah, you just don't want to mess with it. If you're wrong, you're wrong. But just imagine if you're right. <laughs> You know, that you, you could help save someone. Yeah, that house is on fire, and, and what if they're not home or something, and you guys did knock on the door? Next thing you know, their house burns down, it spreads, wildfire. That's a good thing that you guys did. And, and it's a great way to meet neighbors, too. Yeah, no kidding. But then I screwed up because uh, we were talking about calling people by the wrong names. She introduced herself. She said her name, and then she told me her daughter's name. But I, cal- I called them the opposite. I was calling the mom the daughter's name and the daughter the mom's <laughs> name, so I was messing it everything up. It was the up. smoke was messing oh, with you last night. it was a mess. Uh, well, glad everyone's all right on that yeah, one. Yeah, everyone's good. Good neighbors. Um, up next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? Okay, so it's the first day of fall. Where does that rank among our favorite seasons? Also, parents are very upset over the new shortage that is happening right now. We'll tell you what that is. And a man is facing charges. They say never steal candy from a baby. He stole he stole something uh, a lot worse, we think. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the hot three. That's the Killer Roy and Justin Bieber. The song is Stay, and that song is back at the number one spot in the country. The number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Are you excited that we're now entering fall? Are you sad that we're leaving summer? Well, according to a new poll, summer has a bigger fan base. 33% of people said summer is their favorite season, followed by 22% of people who chose spring. Fall was not too far behind with 19%, and only 7% of people said they like winter best, while 18% said they just don't know or they don't have a favorite season. There were big differences, though, among age groups. So Gen Z really prefers winter, 23% Mm. to spring's 9%. While those 65 and older were the opposite. They love spring more. 32% over winters, 2%. Uh, So where do you, if you have to pick one, your favorite season, go. I think it depends on where you live. I'm not trying to make a cop out, but my favorite season here is different than my favorite season where I used to live in Colorado. So my favorite season in Colorado is summer. I love Colorado summers. They're amazing. My favorite season here is fall. I I love it here because it's a little cooler. But the summer in Colorado is kind of like the fall in Las Vegas. So in that aspect, they're very similar. How about you? Uh, it's I mentioned this earlier. It's weird. Like I just kind of roll with the seasons as they come. I'm super excited for fall to be here. But when summer rolls around, I'm excited about summertime. 
Um, if I go back to where I grew up in the Northeast and just outside of Philadelphia, winters, man, they were brutal. The snow was awful. Snow stinks. Snow is great, but until you have to do something, and that's when snow would bother me. If I couldn't get to work or couldn't get to school or had plans and had to cancel those plans because of the snow, that's when I hated snow. If I could just sit there, kind of hang out at the house and not worry about it, snow was awesome. But as soon as it interferes with your life, it stinks. If you're Or if you're a kid and you're playing in it, it's fine yeah. and all that. But yeah, if you're as long as you're inside... Uh, it's amazing, but you got to wake up early, drive in it, scrape the snow and the ice off your windshield, slip and slide all over the place. Not fun. And plus the snow days, that was a, that was a huge plus because every so often you get a random day off for snow days. And we would also have a one hour delay and a two hour delay. They would delay school by starting by two hours in order to give plows enough time to get out there and clean the roads and everything. And as a kid, that was a bonus. Only had two hours to kind of hang out, play video games before you go to school. We uh, rarely got school days in Colorado or snow days. Really? I, can, I mean, they, it, you would have to be like in the worst blizzard of your life for them to cancel school. I can't tell you how many days I still had to go to school. It was insane. Did you ever get sent home early because the snowstorm came out of nowhere when school had just started? Never. Not one single time. They didn't like school, snow days in in Colorado. <laughs> They're like, deal with it. Move. Get get your butt here. If the teacher's going to make it in, you can make it in. I, I guess like, hey, we're in, we're in Colorado. This is the Rockies. You're going to deal with snow, kids. Yeah, that just never happened. Um, also this morning, so having a hard time finding Lunchables at the supermarket? Well, now that kids are back in school, parents are noticing that the Lunchbox staple missing is missing from grocery store shelves. Lunchables, those Prepackaged are charcuterie boards for kids. They are uh, they're tough to find these days, and that makes packing food. Their little ones will actually eat a, a challenge for some mom and dad. Some upset parents have taken to social media to complain about the missing lunchables and ask when they're going to be back in stores. Well, what what is going on? I, I, the reason there seems to be a shortage is that Kraft Heinz, the company that makes lunchables, they blame an increase in demand for their product and. They assure fans that they are ramping up production. They say we're actively investing in our supply chains and have teams working fast and furiously so our retailers and consumer can get more of the products that they love. So they'll they'll make more. Just you, you got to be patient. They need time to produce everything. I feel like there's shortages on everything. We had that chlorine shortage beginning of the summertime. Right, bottled water. It's hard to find bottled water right now in stores. There's a shortage on bottled water. There's the big gallon jugs, but the smaller ones. Good luck trying to find them in the grocery stores. It, I do sympathize if that's all your kid eats, though. It's hard. If you have a picky eater it, and that's all they eat, yes, you can put some cheese and crackers and some meat in a thing, but sometimes that just won't cut it. They're just like creatures of habit. It's like, okay, well, then I guess you'll starve. And then they'll eat it eventually, but... No, if that's if that's your go-to, it's it's kind of hard. Well, what's so? It's been it's been a couple decades since I've I've bought food like that. What's what's in a lunchable? Just like just a couple slices of ham and cheese in there. What's an actual? It's lunchable? like these little. I, my kids don't like lunchables, so I don't have to buy them. But from what I've seen, you've got like the crackers, then you've got the cheese the, in nice and neat little squares, and then you have the little circular pieces of meat, whether it's ham or turkey. You can get a variety. You make your own little uh, lunchables, and then sometimes in the in the special pack. They'll have like a little dessert, like a little mini candy bar or something, a nice little treat in there for you. How funny is that? You could assemble all that for your kid. They're not going to like it because it's not officially a Lunchable. No. Like, no, not going to work, Mom. That, that's like when you got the Bargain brand cereal and it's like, Mom, these are not Cocoa Puffs. These are Cocoa Poofs. And oh, it tastes the same. No, it does not <laughs> taste the same. They're different. Uh, finally, this morning, this sounds like a perfect case 
for for a detective here. Uh, 44-year-old thief in Germany broke into a kindergarten classroom back in April and stole a strange assortment of things, including a laptop, picture books, cups and glasses, some fish sticks, and pasta. He also took a smart speaker for playing children's stories, and that was his downfall. A month or so after this break-in, he downloaded new stories onto that device, and it revealed his location to the manufacturers who passed it along to the police. It is incredible that the speaker did him in and not the laptop. That's what's crazy to me. This guy is now in custody and facing charges, although the specifics have not been released. But the smart speaker has been returned to the classroom, and it sounds like the kids are thrilled to have it back. Does not sound like they got their fish sticks and pasta back, though, so I'm sure they're very upset <laughs> about that. Fish sticks, man. That... D- d- is there an adult listening that eats fish sticks? Like, that's a purely a kid-only food, right? I, every time I see fish sticks, I just think of being a kid again. That was part of our pandemic purchasing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, me- I, went to the gro- I remember going to the grocery store right when the pandemic started. You're, you're grabbing anything. Ah! And they had fish sticks. And I grabbed a couple boxes of fish sticks. And so during the pandemic, we were eating fish sticks. I bought them. I'm not going to let them go to waste. Well, but- yeah. And, and at that point, you were, like you said, it was like a free-for-all. You're trying yeah. to grab whatever you can. So I get that. But just I'm talking like normal grocery shopping. Hmm. For Wednesday, we'll have some chicken. Thursday will be fish sticks. Actually, you know what? My mom would make fish sticks, not just for us, but for them too some nights. It was fish sticks for everyone. They were really good. It's been years since we had fish sticks. I remember like we did it on on a Saturday night, put them in the oven. You know, we get some nice sauce to go with it. Nice bottle of wine. And we were living the high life, Mercedes. You got to do what you got (laughs) to do, especially in this pandemic living, right? (laughs) Coming up here at 8 o'clock hour, Dua Lipa. She's going to be here next March. We got your tickets. That's happening at 825. Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning. Hey, Thursday, tomorrow, it's our fifth annual Odyssey I'm Listening special, continuing our year-round commitment to destigmatizing conversations about mental health, and we're really excited to bring you guys a two-hour event, and we hope you listen to the broadcast. It's happening from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. tomorrow. A two-hour show featuring some of the biggest names in music and sports and the thoughts of some of the most respected mental health professionals. We're going to have Lizzo, Billie Eilish, Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons, Lil Nas X, Machine Gun Kelly, and more. And it's just to have people come together and realize that you are not alone. It's okay to not be okay. And that talk has the power to save lives. So check out our I'm listening special tomorrow, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And if you want more information on that, you can go to the website, mix941.fm. In the hot three, you were talking about the guy that got busted because that uh, smart speaker that he stole. He turned it on and they tracked him down and everything, downloading songs. I was telling uh, some ladies last night about your story, Mercedes, when someone broke into your car, stole your laptop, and then as soon as they turned it on, boom, the thing got pained, and that's how you got your laptop back. And we got into this conversation. Um, I was talking to these two ladies. They work at Nordstrom's, and um, they, they both went to a couple festivals over the weekend. And one of these girls, she had a backpack on. Have you ever been pickpocketed? This girl, she had a backpack on. She's at a festival doing her thing, watching some artists play and stuff. And she goes to reach into her backpack, and it was a drawstring backpack. And someone had opened up the drawstrings and literally took everything out of her backpack. And she didn't notice? She didn't feel oh, it. Oh, no. Wallet. Uh, just everything that was in there. She had her cell phone on her in, her, in her pocket. But everything that was in her, 
in her in her backpack someone stole and she just just felt completely violated that it went down and at the same time it's like man like no one around you saw someone again people are watching music and stuff but no one saw like someone untying your backpack and reaching in and pulling everything out and this happened on saturday and she said on so this was tuesday she told me monday night she got an alert she has one of this credit deals set up she got an alert someone's trying to open up credit cards and stuff using her driver's license and information that they stole from her wow that is really scary so they were they not able to do it because of the alert that yeah, she had set up yeah because of the credit thingies one out of his credit karma one of these things protection services she has they couldn't sign up for a credit card and she immediately got an alert on her phone and email and stuff like that so she knew that people were trying to use her, her driver's license to steal stuff it's just but that's that's got to be scary getting pickpocketed you go somewhere and whether it be your wallet or you have your purse open you don't realize and someone just kind of reaches in and takes something out of it just having anything stolen from you it's just so violating and then people that do that i mean really get a life why? Right? Why? Just oh, oh! I want that. I'm taking it. It's just I don't. I don't understand it. I was very lucky to get my laptop back. That and even the cops said this does not happen very often. I don't know how you looked out. Um, the fact that I had that whole find my thing set up and and had it set up to lock up when they got it. They they said that helped so much. Gave us an exact location, but they did warn me. They're like, do not try and be a hero and do not try to go and get it yourself. Please do us that favor. Let us be the police. You got you just wait. Give us the information. And I did. And it was tempting until I saw it was in California. And I was like, OK, you guys go <laughs> ahead and grab that one. But uh, it's just it's crazy that. The the theft that it's on the rise. It's just happening everywhere. Yeah, it's so sad too. And uh, but I think this is kind of like a good like public service, and we can kind of help each other out. Um, have you ever been in a situation where something was was taken from you? You were robbed or pickpocketed, or was that prevented? Because your story, Mercedes, it stinks and it's it sucks that you went through all that. But I think you opened up so many other people's eyes to that situation. Where, you know, you park and you're not maybe paying attention to your surroundings or you leave something valuable or you think it's hidden in the backseat. This person smashed and grabbed your car. But another great thing is that turn turn on your find my phone, turn on all those features that you have. So when it is turned on, you can find it and track it down. Yeah, you you, you have an automatic tag on it. And then also, I really recommend those air tags. Um, I don't know if you know what an air tag is. It's like a thing. And yeah, there's different versions of it. But Apple has one that you, you can put on your keys. You can put on really anything of value. Put it in your backpack. Put it um, in your wallet. So if anything gets stolen, you can see exactly where it's at. Like I have them on a bunch of items. So I can literally open my phone right now, see where all those items are. And it's just, it, it, I know there's tile that people use too. Um, but you know, has anyone ever stolen anything really worthless from you? Because someone posted, I love, <laughs> I love and hate the Nextdoor app. I get a plethora of like information from the Nextdoor app. And someone posted on the Nextdoor app a couple weeks ago in our area that someone stole their garbage can. And it was their garbage can that they use solely for their dog poop. They're like, someone stole something so worthless. But I just had to let you guys know they stole our dog poop garbage can. So whoever stole it got themselves a garbage can filled with dog poop. <laughs> we, we, what's the weirdest thing, most worthless thing that someone stole from you? Can you beat a, a garbage can that's used for dog poo? Uh, my buddy of mine, he was robbed, lived downtown. I mean, five, six years ago, he first moved downtown. Someone broke into his home, into his bedroom. They took his iPad, took his laptop, and he's in there, and he's filing a police report. He realizes he had an, like an old school alarm clock. 
He's like, they stole my alarm clock. What the heck? Why take the alarm clock? I understand all the big electronic devices. Like, why? Like, I, I, that's my clock at night. That's what I look at. Why'd you guys steal that? Of all the things, what's the weirdest thing someone stole, stole from you? 702-364-9400. Or have you ever caught someone in the act of doing it? This uh, text just came in. It says, I was on a girl's trip in L.A. and we were eating lunch. Three people were in on it and I caught a guy trying to open my bag. Like that, just bold. It's wow. What a loser. <laughs> but I'm thinking too, that thing you mentioned, the, the tracking thing you put on stuff so you can find out where it is. If you have one of those little things and you slide it into your wallet, this girl who was pickpocketed on Saturday night, I mean, she, she realized it pretty quickly. She could have pulled it up on her phone and saw somewhere in the festival grounds. Like, it's over here. Like really, literally followed them and yeah, found them. Got yeah. security saying, hey, my app says that guy right there or that girl right there has my wallet and got her stuff back. Let's talk to Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Good morning. Hello. Hey, what happened well, to you? They, they didn't take it from me, but my mom tells us the story. She had, there was a dead cat in her property, and she put it in a Macy's bag. And she walked down to the store, and then so she can dump it in her, in, you know, in the dumpster. So when she put it down, somebody ran, grabbed her bag, and took off. So I could only imagine when they opened her Macy's bag that there's a dead cat in there. <laughs> she got a dead cat. That's better yeah. than the dog poop. Actually, that's like, I'm glad you stole that. You deserve that. And every, oh, but poor kitty cat. <laughs> that's so old school. Oh, Where she's gosh. taking it to. Um, let's talk to Brittany. Brittany, what happened to you? Hi, I just got back from Mexico, and I had put down my little bag next to me to do this little Zumba class. And I look over, and my bag is gone. I'm like, oh, my gosh, somebody stole my bag. It's usually so safe on the resort. And then one of the workers, like, did you have any food in it? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, it was one of the kawaki. It's kind of a little um, raccoon rodent-looking thing. So my husband had to find my phone, and he's pinging it. We're all looking through the jungle. We finally find it, and there are, like, nail prints in the screen of my phone from them, like, pawing their way into my bag. A rodent stole your bag? <laughs> I was robbed by a rodent. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy. But, yes, the find my yeah. thing, it's a lifesaver. Thank you, Brittany. Uh, this text just came in. It said, a while ago back, we left our garage door open overnight and they could have stole our car, anything in our house, but instead they stole a fish tackle box and a bike with flat tires and my purse. Ugh. The first thing that gets me, the rest of the stuff, I'm like, eh. Uh, this one says I'm a music teacher and ordered a new recorder for a workshop and it was stolen off my porch. I just hope they're practicing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just listen for the sound. <laughs> Someone playing it. Someone broke into my husband's truck and stole his axe body spray. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Do me a favor there on that one. Here we go. Coming up next, we're going to kick off 60-plus minutes commercial-free. And then if you want to see Dua Lipa when she comes to T-Mobile Arena, you want to be here in 15 minutes because we have your tickets. Duncan Lawrence kicking off 60-plus minutes commercial-free. So Dua Lipa will be here in March, and you know it's going to be a, a sold-out show. We got your tickets in less than 10 minutes here when you win Heads Up. Did you ever watch The Big Bang Theory? I actually never, no. Okay, so you know who Sheldon is, though, right? Yeah, I know the characters and then the basis of the show, yes. Okay, so Sheldon had his coveted spot on the sofa, and there, if you took it, you were punished. And 
And I, I think that's one of the most relatable things out there. Turns out it's more relatable than I even thought. It, it turns out most Americans have their spot too, whether it's at the kitchen table or on a recliner or on a sofa. We are so loyal to that spot that fights will happen twice a month over them. Do you have a spot like that is your spot and no one's allowed to sit there? And where is it? And have you ever gotten in a fight over it? 702-364-9400. 68% of people admit about being very passionate about their spot. And more than half of us would feel uncomfortable sitting anywhere else but our favorite spot. And a quarter of us would actually ask someone to move out of our spot. <laughs> do you do you have a spot? And would you do that? Would you ask someone to move out of it? Um, it depends on who's sitting in my spot. We don't have that many people over to our house, but yes, we do have our spots. And so, so in our family room, we have like this sectional, this L-shaped sectional. And so I'm on one corner of it. I take the one corner. Jax actually has the other corner, the other end of the sectional. He has his own little spot on the, on the sofa. And then my wife kind of sits there at the, at the corner in the middle there. So that's her spot and she can kind of stretch out there. And, and that, and that's our go-to uh, place, go-to spots on the sofa. But my wife is the one that I sometimes mix it up. Like I'll, I'll walk in there. And she'll be sitting in my spot. I'm like, what are you doing? This is not right. That's my spot. She's like, I want to change things up. And I sit in her spot, and it just it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, we have our spots, too. And I sometimes if I come in, and because everyone likes my spot, my spot's the best spot because it gives you a good view of the TV. You can It's on a recliner part of the couch where your legs can be pop, propped up. So when I'm not there, my husband sits in my spot. But when I walk in the room... He immediately gets up and moves because he knows that's my spot. Well, sometimes he'll be distracted. And so I'll literally just stand there and stare at him. I'm like, hello? And so the other night I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let him stay there. So I, I get, I walk in the room and he's sitting there. He's like, I'll move. I'm like, no, you're fine. You're fine. You can stay there. So I went and saw, sat in his spot, which is just in the middle of the couch. And it sucked. I'm like, this feels so weird. It is such a funny dynamic. Um, also, have you, this is what gets me. When we have people over and like we sit down at the table, like we all have our spots at the dinner table. It's interesting. People will come and they'll sit down and they'll pick a spot. And I'm always like, don't sit in my spot. Don't sit in my spot because they're guests. And, and they always sit in my daughter Sophie's spot. And her, the look on her face, she's always like... <laughs> But we never say anything. And I wonder whose spot I sit in when I go to our friend's house. Because I know our friends have their own spots. But when we go over, we kind of, we've kind of designated our spots. But I wonder, is this her spot when I'm not here? It's it's just funny that we're so territorial about that. Yeah, I, I go to my buddy's house and he's got a couple kids. Sometimes I watch a TV show or something with them. We go to sit down. I'll ask him, like, where are your spots? And they'll go to their spots. I'm like, all right, where's your dad's spot? And he's like, over there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take his spot. <laughs> <laughs> Alana, good morning. Good morning. Do you have a, are you protective over your spot? Yes, I'm highly protective over my spot. Where is it? Usually on a bus, I'm sitting towards the window, or I like to sit by myself on a bus. And if I'm on a couch, I sit exactly in the middle. And if someone's there, will you ask them to actually move? Yes, I will be like, hey, that's my spot, please move. <laughs> I mean, if you say it, please, you know, it's okay. Let's talk to uh, Peggy. Peggy, good morning. Good morning. You guys have a spot? Well, my spot is over my granddaughter's crib. 
over your granddaughter's crib? Yeah, just, just checking it, you know, I, as far as people going in and checking it out and everything else. So over by the crib. That's my spot. You, yeah. You're not allowed to be Don't here. Bother. This is grandma's yeah. spot. Get out yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is at my house, yeah. No, no, you're going to wake her up. You know, stay away. I know oh, how sweet. to sneak in without bothering her. This text came in. It says, my husband and I have a fishing spot every Saturday. Every time I see someone there, I give them a look. Um, Aiden says... We have a Joey and Chandler set up. We each have our own recliner, and our coffee table is a mini foosball machine. We never sit in each other's chair, and no other seats for guests. It's perfect. Aiden, mix it up tonight. <laughs> mix it up just and videotape it. You sitting, you guys switch up the spots. See what happens. You know what we should do? I think this could be a funny experiment. This should be like a TikTok challenge where you get in bed at night, and you lay on your spouse's side of the bed without saying a word. You just record it and see what their reaction is. So, like, tonight... I'm going to get in bed. I'm going to get in on Matt's side and just and record what he says. He's going to freak out. There's no way he will stand for that. Yeah, Laura would be like, what are you doing? Like, move. Just, I think you should flat out to move over. Move over. Just no, be I, like, I'm changing things up. Just I'm like you do on the couch. Tonight. Yeah, let's get a little crazy tonight. Oh, man. I, I, record it. Do me a favor. Record it. I'm going to I'm gonna set up my uh, phone to, to see the reaction <laughs> on that. That's going to be funny. We want caller 20 right now. 702. 702- 364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up, and you're playing for a huge prize today. Oh, everyone is calling for these tickets, and now they can be yours. We have a pair of tickets to see Dua Lipa. She is coming to the T-Mobile Arena March 25th of next year. It's the Future Nostalgia Tour, and tickets, they just went on sale. We have yours now. All you got to do is be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. Lil Nas X, Montero, the album was released this past Friday. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? It's going great. Good morning, Mercedes. Good morning. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. So excited. Thank you. All right. Well, hopefully we get you these Dua Lipa tickets. Pick a category, Jeff. Do you want to go with Excuse the Mess, Time is Ticking, or I am a Fungi? Time is Ticking. Time is Ticking. Okay. Time's Up Day was last Friday. So these are all things that are related to time. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, We'll go with JC this morning. All right. All right, Jeff, here we go, buddy. We got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you get tickets to Dua Lipa. We start now. You look at this to tell the time. A clock. Yes. You set this in the morning to wake you up. Alarm. Yes. Not the minutes, but the... Seconds? Yes. Right now we have 60 seconds on the clock. It is a what? You have uh, you hit this to start it. Timer? Yes. If you're not early to, to an event, you might be? Late. Yes. And then we do this twice a year. Sometimes we fall back. Sometimes we spring forward. Um... Uh... Or maybe you're flying... Time change? Yeah! Yes! <laughs> you oh. got it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, buddy, dude, Ooh. job well done, man. 
Thank you so much. And you just got tickets to Dua Lipa, T-Mobile Arena. This concert is on March 25th. It's going to be a sellout, but we got your tickets all week long. If you want to go see Dua Lipa, we have these tickets again tomorrow morning, 825. And then don't forget, next hour, Alanis Morissette, T-Mobile Arena. She'll be here less than two weeks. Saturday, October 2nd, we have your tickets next hour at 940. That's the latest from from One Republic. It is called Someday, and this is Mix ninety four point one One Republic. They uh, release their first new album in five years, so it's great to hear new music from them. It is eight forty one Mercedes in the morning. Sometimes you are so excited to make a referral to someone, or you're like, "Oh my gosh, I just had the best this," and you have to try it. And there is nothing more deflating. Then when they do, and they're like, nah, it was okay. <laughs> and apparently that happened to poor Steph. What happened? Oh, I'm still offended from it. But yesterday, me and my husband love Ikea. We love walking around Ikea. It's just the best. We we plan out our dream home just by looking at all their uh, placements and stuff. And he's never tried the Ikea f- the food court, like the Swedish meatballs and stuff. So I said, oh, my gosh, we have to try the Swedish meatballs. And um, I was you no know, raving about it while the walk there. I'm like, you got to get extra gravy. Um, it's amazing. He goes, oh, OK, extra gravy. And we're pulling up to the food court. And I'm telling him, OK, this is his first time getting the Swedish meatballs. Give him extra gravy. They're like, oh, you're going to love the extra gravy. He has his mac and cheese on the side and he has his broccoli. And then we go to eat, takes a bite. It's like, hmm, okay. Keeps eating. I'm like, how do you like it? I'm excited to hear his reaction. Oh, they're okay. What? They're okay? So I said, what? It's okay, then why did you eat all of it? He goes, you know, I was really hungry. Maybe, maybe I'll try the salmon next time. But man, I was so offended because I love Ikea Swedish meatballs. Oh, well, full confession, I've never had them either. <gasps> I never have. But secondly, I think you oversold them. I think that was the problem. Like you made them like so big. And and I do the same thing. I always do that. I oversell someone, uh, something and especially to my kids. And I feel like they do it on purpose just to kind of put me in my place. Like, oh my gosh, this last episode of Ted Lasso was the best I've ever seen. You've got to see it. It's so good. Sophie watches it. She's like, it's fine. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, I feel like they do that just to kind of bring you down a notch. But were you, are you telling the truth about this? Are you using an example? Not this last this one, last but the one, one was, before the uh, yeah, last the one. Yeah, the one before the last one. This last one was... I actually did not like this last episode yeah. of Ted Lasso. I was watching it. I'm like, this is not a good episode. It's the first time I ever said that. But it was the one before where I'm like... You have to watch it. Like, watch it now. It's so good. You're going to love it. So afterwards, I'm like, how was it? What'd you think? And she's like, it was okay. I'm like, what? I hate Oh, I was so upset. I'm like, how could you just say it was okay? There was uh, two summers ago when we first went to Wyoming. We went to uh, Jackson Hole, and we stayed at this place. This, this is a cabin place that was on an RV park. But it was, it, was just, it was a cool setup. We posted a lot of pictures from there. And we got back. Someone in the media, I don't want to say who it is, but someone in the media reached out to me and said, hey, uh, planning on taking the family on a trip, have never been to Wyoming, your place looked great, be honest, what's it like? I've been thinking about booking there. And I was honest, I'm like, it's, it's like, um, it's a small cabin you're staying, there's not that many amenities, and there's no AC, but it's just you're, you're up in Jackson, Wyoming, it's gorgeous, and I, I gave it like a solid sell. 
this person booked the cabin based on my recommendation. Uh-huh. A couple months later, communicating back and forth. How was it? It was all right. Oh. It was all right. Yikes. When someone books a full vacation based on a recommendation you gave them, and they come back and give you, it was all right? Huh. You did that to me once. I did? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> It was okay though because I laughed about it because I just I just thought it was funny. Um, but I think the weather has something to do with it. I was all excited for you to stay at my favorite hotel ever. Oh, I and you yes, went, yes, 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 yes. and I was like, so I'm like all excited. I'm like, so how was it? And you're like, it was fine. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Did something happen? And you're like, yeah, it was fine. I was like, what? That's like my most favorite hotel in the whole world. What happened? You're like, well, it's kind of rainy. I was like, oh my gosh, he hated it. He, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's unpack this one because you're talking about Coronado and the Dell. Hotel Dell. Yes. Yeah, Stephanie, you know that. That's your own. <laughs> yes. I was so excited to recommend this place to oh. him. I'm like, he's like, I'm going to take my wife down there. We're gonna have fun. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to love it. And I think like you, Steph, I really oversold it maybe because when you, I'm like, so how was the weekend? I can't wait to hear about it. And you're like, it's okay. Here's, like, what? So, here's what happened. So I remember that weekend. It was it was an awful weekend. And it has nothing to do with the Dell. So first off, we decided to drive. And as my wife wanted to fly, I'm like, let's drive. And, and we got into, I, I don't know what it's about, but I remember it was one of our biggest arguments ever on the six hour drive to San Diego. So I'm exhausted driving out there. Huge fight with my wife. Get out there. And it was, I want to say it was in May. For some reason in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to be sunny, beach weather. I packed Mercedes. I had shorts and a t-shirt. That's what I packed. <laughs> so we, we get there. My wife was like, what do you have? We're going to do? She got shorts. It was freezing cold. Yep. So I got angry over that. It was raining all weekend, so we couldn't like enjoy the beach and stuff. But I was just in the worst mindset ever. I remember Saturday night, we went to one of the restaurants in the hotel, and we had a wonderful time. Wine was flowing. It was wonderful. But... It's all because of the fight with my wife <laughs> and then the fact that I, I packed like it was San Diego in July. No, San Diego is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but they oversell the 75 degrees all year long yeah. thing. No, and, and it's in Coronado. You're surrounded by, it's an island. I it's was freezing all weekend. Water. It's freezing cold in Coronado. <laughs> you need sweatpants and two sweaters to go there. Oh, and that's yeah. why it's my kind of place. I'm like, hoodies. <laughs> yes. I wear my sweats. This is my place. And oh my gosh, I felt so bad. I was like, I, I told my husband, I'm like, it was a bust. Here I, I I oversold it. He hated it. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm sure he liked it. And I'm like, no, he hated it. I felt, I felt so bad. Like, I felt like I needed to offer you a refund because <laughs> I oversold it so much. He probably got booked in that haunted room in the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Down. Oh, my gosh. Haunting you all weekend long. <laughs> if we would have flown and if I would have packed properly, it would have been the perfect weekend. Gloomy, oh. But I'm there. I'm, I'm driving out in shorts and flip-flops. And my wife's like, we're four hours into the drive. She's like, you got warmer clothes, right? I'm like, what? Like, no, it's San Diego. She's like, oh, boy. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Sir, you, lo- you learned that lesson. Oh, my God. I go, go to some store and buy clothes. Like, out there. Gonna... And everything's so expensive on the island, too. Everything is so pricey. It's crazy. It's like, you want a bottle of water? Okay, here's uh, that's $52, please. Like, what? Before tax. I know. You made it rain on us, too, Mercedes? Oh, my God. I know. I, I, I took my uh, Triton sword and spun it in the air to create a storm for San Diego. Oh, I remember that. It was, a, it was a good trip. All right, the hot threes up next. What do you got for okay, us? Okay, let's talk about tipping this morning. Who tips more? What generation? The baby boomers, Gen X, millennials. We're going to talk about all of that coming up. Also, what's normal 
when it comes to relations with your spouse, I know a lot of people don't like talking about this, but are you above average, average, or below average? We're going to talk about that. And uh, a new homeowner finds something in the wall of their home that will send shivers up and down your spine. We'll tell you what it was coming up after the Kid Leroy. It is without you. And this is Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Okay, have you ever been in a restaurant and watched your parent or grandparent whip out their, their change purse to leave a tip? Well, a recent poll set out to determine how each generation feels about tipping. And if you think older people are stingy, things have shifted over the years. Roughly half of America believes a standard restaurant tip should be between 16% and 20% of the total bill. A majority of baby boomers, 55% tip in that range, compared to 46% of Gen X and just 38% of millennials. A majority of millennials, 55%, believe the standard gratuity is less than 16%. And only 51% of Gen X and uh, 42% of boomers agree. And 17% of millennials say that the standard tip should be 0 to 5%. 9% of Gen X and, and 6% of baby boomers are also cheapskates. All that said... Young people also tip the most on the high end. 7% of millennials say their base tip is more than 20%. Only 3% of Gen Xers and 3% of baby boomers are on board with that. I, I feel like I'm a good tipper. I try to, I, I think I over tip. I, I just appreciate good service and um, whatever their kind of service they're providing, whether they're coming to my house to do something or at a restaurant or taking care of us, I just try to take care of them. I, I, I couldn't tell you what the percentage is. I definitely think it's over 20%, but I, I couldn't pinpoint the actual percentage. So you're, you're just, uh, you're, you're throwing, throwing some large coin at them. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about their like uh, daddy Warbucks over here with good money. <laughs> I, just, I just want to, I, I think you do the same. You said it before. You, t- you take care of the people that take care of you. I don't know. Do you have like a percentage of mine? I don't, do you sit there and get out the calculator when you, when you do your tip? Um, I don't, but I just, uh, I don't know. I don't like being like, oh, I tip so well. I just, I, I just try to take care of the person, especially if they take care of me. Um, the thing that gets me is that um, sometimes I, there's times that I don't know if I'm supposed to tip or not. And I get kind of confused by it. Like we were at the life is beautiful this weekend. We were buying a couple of t-shirts and we just literally walked up to the counter of the, the tent and, and we're like, okay, these two shirts. And he's like, okay, here you go. And then he goes, and there's a tip line too. If you want to leave a tip. And I kind of look at my husband, I'm like, are we supposed to tip on him turning around and grabbing two shirts? Like, so I was like, okay. Uh, so I we tipped him five bucks, but I was like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I think it may be a buck so or something. He said it, and I was just like, I guess that means we got a tip. And I'm like, well, what do you tip on this? And my husband looked at me, he's like, oh, I was like, I guess give him five bucks. I don't know. And so that's what we did. But I was just. I was like, that doesn't seem like a tipping job, but at the same time, the fact that he mentioned it, I didn't want to be like, oh, no, we don't want to tip, but thanks for mentioning it. Zero percent, you know? I, I've been in that situation. There's a place that I go to where I get, I, I literally walk up and, and get a, I get an energy drink where the girl's turning around, taking it out of the, the refrigerator and handing it to me. Same thing when you go to pay, the thing pops up. I'm like, ah, so I do a dollar. Yeah. You, just feel, you feel pressure. There's pressure. There, there is pressure. And when they say, when they point out the tip thing, that's even added pressure. Yeah, and I just, I don't know what, 
you just turned around and grabbed two shirts like wow wow but at the same time I'm like hey you're standing out here all day it's warm i appreciate you you were very sweet uh so yeah i don't know i don't know who i'm supposed to tip well they got the tip jar that's out there too yeah with that i feel better all oh, the worst is when they're like would you like to donate a dollar to whatever great cause mm-hmm. there is and i'm like no thank you <laughs> i feel like such a jerk do you ever feel? Do you ever feel when you go back with that tip jar and stuff? Do you, like do you do you want them to to notice? Because we were at Life Is Beautiful on Friday night, and we were in an area. Uh, one of my wife's coworkers uh, took us to an area where the drinks were complimentary, and so we went up there. And uh, he knew one of the bartenders. He's like, "Hey, what, what do you guys want?" So I ordered a, a drink. My wife ordered one. He ordered something, and the guy was making them. So I went to I I left. I put a tip out. I put I took ten bucks out, and I put it in the thing. He's making as much drinks. He's busy and stuff. And he didn't he didn't see it, which is fine. The money's there. It's not it's not for people to see it. But the guy that brought us in there, I don't think he saw me do it either because when the drinks came, he's like he does one of these like kind of looked at me like you're not getting a tip. And he always has a couple bucks and he put a couple bucks in. I felt like like saying like I already left it. It's nice that he tipped the guy extra, but I felt like he was tipping because he didn't think I tipped on the drinks. There's like tipping pressure. It's too much. I would have said something like, "Oh, I got him! I got him! I tipped him ten bucks." Pointed Keep out already. your money. I got yeah. it. I got. It. I like you're you're doing him a favor, but yeah, I I hate when they don't see that I done it. Or like some places will say something, you know, they'll be like beer money, and there's been times where I put it in and they didn't see, it, and I'm like, I didn't get the beer money. What the heck? So I'm like, I'm like, can you please? Hey, I I did this just so you know. Um, let's see what else. They do like these. I think they do soda money now or something. They say something different now. Oh, they do. Yeah. There was one that place we went. I can't remember where it was. Oh, it was Evil Pie. Uh-huh. And they have a tip chart that says weed money. We were like, oh, hey, being honest, you know. You're honest. Uh, also, this morning, worried that you're not having relations often enough with your spouse. What's normal? The normal frequency for relations ranges from twice a week to twice a month. That is according to new research. But don't be bound by the numbers, especially if you have relations less often. Psychologists say if if the both of you are satisfied and the frequency or the infrequency is not an issue, then you don't have a problem. It's only if sex causes arguments, hurt feelings then it's hurting your relationship. And in severe cases, if you are only being intimate once or twice a year, they say you may want to seek a therapist's help on a situation like that. That's a little too low. But they said, hey, if it's just twice a month, uh, it's as long as you're happy, you don't have to worry about it. You have those friends or know someone that does the overcompensation all the time, every oh, day. Oh, three times a day. Yeah. yeah. Like, hands of each other. Wow. You're, have fun with that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we, I'd, rather, I'd rather get some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> rather watch Ted Lasso. Are you kidding me? Three times a day. Get I, out of here. I do feel bad. Like, sometimes I can tell my husband. Like, last night we were going on a walk, and I was wearing, like, these tight shorts, uh, like, yoga pant shorts, and he, like, smacked me on the booty and he's like oh hey, hey. And i was like i go oh stop and i was like leave me alone <laughs> and he's like what and i'm like I, I i go thank you i appreciate the compliment but no i'm tired <laughs> i just needed to lay the groundwork for the rest of the evening isn't that the beauty of marriage though or be- a beauty being a solid relationship where you just say i no, I'm, I'm tired and he was fine but i could tell at night he looks at me he's like huh? and i'm like uh-uh. 
He was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we didn't say a word. It was all just sounds. <laughs> That's is that the, do all relations have to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what I always say. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like two weeks ago. I, I I just finished Mercedes like the biggest lunch ever. I was stuffed. I mean, like Thanksgiving type stuff. Like, whoa, I just want to sit on the couch on a Saturday, watch TV, and, and take a nap. My wife is like, mm-hmm. I'm like ah. You can have a conversation with just noises. <laughs> like, I, I, let's be a married couple, okay? Uh-huh. Mm? 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 I don't even know what we started saying. I felt there like your proposition. I felt me. like we were fine until the very end, and I got—I I was, I was very confused. In my mind, your proposition. Me, I said no. You convinced me. I said yes, and then he got angry with oh. me because <laughs> it took you so too long to decide. All right. Finally, this morning, um, do you ever have a moment that makes you feel like you're in a horror movie? A new homeowner in the UK discovered an old rag doll behind a wall, which is terrifying enough. Okay, but it gets worse. It also had a note where the doll introduced itself as Emily. It said it killed the original owners and it ended with, I hope you have knives sleep. Well, you have to see the picture. In fact, we'll post it. It's, it's chilling. The homeowner's friends are spooked. Uh, the, the homeowner himself is not bothered by it. The doll was found in an area that was recently renovated. So he thinks it was just planted in there a few years ago as a joke, but yeah, the, the picture says, Dear reader slash new homeowner, thank you for finding me. My name is Emily. My original owners lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. All they did was sing and be merry, and it was sickening. Uh, st- stabbing was my choice of... I can't read this, so I hope you have knives. Uh, hope you sleep well. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. Look at the doll, it's creepy. It is really creepy. What would you do if you found that in your house? Oh my god, I don't know. What am I doing going through walls like that, though? Well, tearing down walls. You do a reno. Like, we, we did our downstairs. We had to tear down some walls. I told you I found, like, a milk jug. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? You, you know, would you drink some milk or some water and just left the jug underneath my stairs? Yeah, I'm looking at the photos. That is a random wall they have up there. I could see myself knocking that down. There's no Because when we knock down the wall, there's a huge gaping hole in the inside. You can have some extra space in that bedroom. Yeah, but dolls in general are pretty creepy. They they just are. Any doll at night, like a doll playing with it during the day is fine, but then put a doll in an area at night and go walk by it. It's scary. The eyes I don't follow care you as you move is. around. Yeah. Nine o'clock hour. There's tickets for you to go see Alanis Morissette. We have them at 940. She's also got a special guest. Garbage will be with her. It's going to be an awesome show. You're going. Tickets this hour. This hour, this hour, we have your tickets to go see Alanis Morissette. Less than two weeks away, she's going to be at T-Mobile Arena Saturday, October 2nd. And we've got your tickets, special guest garbage. It's going to be an awesome show. Is everyone familiar with what Cameo is, the celebrity service? Yes. And also the old band from the 80s. Word up. That was Cameo. Is Cameo on Cameo? That'd be so cool. Oh, I bet they are. I bet. Um, But we've been talking a lot about Cameo lately. Cameo is really cool. So you can, it's a service. You go on there and there's a a bunch of celebrities on there. You pay them a fee and they record a personalized video or you get a voicemail, an audio message for a friend, anyone, and they'll send it your way. And it's it's a cool thing to have. So I got a game for us. Steph, I'm going to bring you in here. (laughs) 
It is the cameo Who Costs More game. Who Costs More? Mm-hmm. So you've taken like a celebrity and putting them up against another celebrity. Yeah. We have to decide whose cameo costs more money. Yep. Okay. Hmm. All right. Who wants to go first? Mercedes, you go first. You're okay, right? Okay. All right. Vanilla Ice or Montel Jordan? Who costs more? I don't know if you guys remember, but I hung out with Montel Jordan <laughs> yes, in New right. York way back in the day. Um, you hung out with him like you guys are like best friends, right? No, we were like at the same restaurant at the same time. And I, it was my first trip as an adult. Well, actually, I wasn't. My mom booked me in the hotel in Secaucus, Secaucus New Jersey. Yeah. 30 minutes outside uh, the city. Anyway, um, who was the first one? Vanilla Ice or Montel Jordan? I, I think Vanilla Ice just because, you know, he doesn't he have some home renovation show and stuff like that? I think it's Vanilla Ice on that. Montel Jordan costs $100. Vanilla Ice costs $399. Whoa! Nice job, Thank you. Thank you very much. But Montel, I'll give him some credit. 100 bucks. I, I, don't, I didn't think it would be that much. You should make us guess how much they cost. Because <laughs> oh, I would have guessed a lot less from Montel Jordan. All right, Stefan, you're up here. Ice Cube or Sandra Peppa Denton from Salt and Peppa, who's been on the show recently. Ooh, love them both. But I got to go with Mercedes Guy Ice Cube. Yeah. It costs more. Ice Cube cost $750. Peppa charges $999. Oh, my god! Get that money, sis. Yeah. Wow. $999. Wow. Now I feel like we got a deal because we had her on the show for free. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Mercedes, Ian Ziri or Tara Reed? Both from Sharknado fame. <laughs> I would just say since Ian Ziering's kind of like the headliner, I would say Ian Ziering costs more than Tara Reed. Yeah. Ian Ziering charges $200. Okay. Tara Reed, $150. Oh, they're pretty close. They're yeah. a lot closer than I thought. Again, I would have guessed Ian Ziering uh, like 150 bucks. Tara Reed, 30 <laughs> hey. All right, Steph, here's one for you. Okay. Tom Bergeron. Or Chris Hansen. Oh. Chris gosh. Hansen, is he the the brother of the Hansen brothers? No, I think he's the, the guy that's on the night. What's it like? The ch- the, the predators. Yeah, he's like to catch a predator and, and you walk in the room and you're like, hello, I'm Chris Hansen. And no it's way. Like, oh, oh, you ever it, seen these things? It's no. crazy. Yeah, they I don't like these, scary things. It's so. not scary. It's, they're catching pedophiles. Oh, that's even worse. They walk in and think they're going to be meet, meeting some, some girl, and Chris Hansen walks out. We're expecting someone else? Yeah. It, it, he's, he's like, he busts them. Let's go with Chris Hansen. He sounds like a boss. Chris Hansen charges $75. Oh, oh boy. Mm. Tom Bergeron, $150. Ah, uh, mm. yeah, I got to give you credit on that one, Steph. You didn't know who the guy was, yeah. so you were just taking a guess. Honestly, I'm not doing so well at this game, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Mercedes Joey Fatone or Chris Kirkpatrick? Oh, both from NSYNC. I I think I I feel like I see Joey more. Chris is kind of like the the one that's hiding in the shadows that comes out every. He's Aww. like the groundhog. He pops up every year like and then groundhog. he goes back. <laughs> so I'm gonna say Joey Fatone uh, is more expensive than Chris Kirkpatrick. The cost of Joey Fatone two hundred and forty nine dollars. Chris Kirkpatrick. $129. Ah, you yes. are killing it, Mercedes. Wow. I don't know, man. I, I would have missed that Ice Cube one. I was with you. I okay. thought Ice Cube was more. All right, Steph, let's go with for you. Um, okay, a local tie-in. Let's go with Pee Wee Herman 
Paul Rubens or Carrot Top? Oh. Who charges more on Cameo? <laughs> I would say Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman charges. Wait, how much do you think? Okay. I'm curious. How much do you think Pee Wee Herman is? I'm going to say $210. Okay. And Carrot Top? Um, eight bucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Carrot Top. Let's go with $85. $85. Eighty-five. Mercedes, what do you think the prices are on these two? Oh, gosh. Okay, Pee Wee Herman, I'd say, I'd say he's like 200 bucks, And then um, Carrot Top, I'd say he's like... Hundred and fifty. Okay, so here's the here's the prices. So Pee Wee Herman charges three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, mm. that was off. Carrot Top charges a hundred and fifty dollars. So oh. Steph, you got it right yes. as far as who's higher. Yes, the numbers though. I thought he would do it for cheaper. Come on, Carrot Top. What's nice is that we have had a lot of these people on, so we're getting free cameos. Oh this my is gosh, great! Uh, we'll do one more here, Mercedes, and I'll go with. Do you want music or professional wrestling? What do you think? <laughs> so on that note, go professional okay, wrestling. Okay. Just, to, just, just to appease you a little bit. Who charges more? Brett the Hitman Hart or the Nature Boy Ric Flair? Wasn't there something going on with Brett the Hitman Hart? I, I feel like I saw someone retweet something for him like, thank you for all the well wishes. Oh, there's stuff going on with Ric Flair. Some stories about him of his past have surfaced, and it's not good for Ric Flair right now. Okay, but did something happen to a wrestler? Was it Triple H? Oh, Triple H had like a heart surgery. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I saw someone retweet something. Okay, this is a different guy. Triple H is not Brett the Hitman Hart, right? No, Brett the Hitman Hart, no. Um, He's Canadian. Uh, He's in the Hart Foundation. (laughs) (laughs) Appropriately named. Oh, yeah. Um, So there's bad stuff happening with Ric Flair right now? Yeah, bad. Google Ric Flair. I'm afraid to. I don't want a virus on my computer. <laughs> Google, Google the WWF flight from, uh, it's called the flight from hell, and just see what Ric Flair did on this flight. It's awful. Huh. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. So maybe the price of his his uh, cameos. It was this chartered flight. They're flying in the UK somewhere, and the wrestlers just got just wasted, and Ric Flair was just, the, the, the allegations, <gasps> the stuff that he did. Oh. Hold on, I'm looking, I'm looking. The documentary came out about this flight, and all these other wrestlers are talking, yeah, Flair was doing this, Flair was doing that, and everyone's like, oh, and the people are like, you shouldn't be doing that on a flight with women in flight attendants. What oh the? Oh my gosh! Are you reading this? No, I, I. every article I'm going to, you have to have a paid subscription, <laughs> what the heck? Uh, that he, oh, oh. Yeah, bad stuff. Yikes. $2 for him. Uh, the other dude, uh, five hundred dollars. So I think this was taken before the Ric Flair controversy okay, came to light. Okay. So, uh, so uh, Brett the Hammerman Hart charges one fifty. Ric Flair, prior to this stuff coming out, charged five hundred dollars per cameo. Oh my gosh, gross! I wouldn't even give him five cents if, uh, yeah. if this stuff is true. That's gr- and here's the thing: isn't he the voice that we- at Golden Knights games we are all like, woo! Oh, we can't do that anymore, you guys. The, uh, is, what is Brett the, Brett the Hitman Hart's phrase? Uh, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Okay, so that's what we have to say at Golden Knights. <laughs> the best there is. Oh, that's too complicated. Does anyone else have like a grunt or something that they do? Uh, <laughs> Yee-haw! Yee-haw! Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan goes, ho! Oh, we'll do ho! ho! Thundercats, ho! It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Lil Nas X is trending this morning. Is the singer headed back to country music? His debut album, Montero, it just came out on Friday. And now he's trending 
because of his dedication to Dolly. The Grammy winner performed a cover of Dolly Parton's classic 1973 hit, Jolene, during an appearance at the BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge. And the internet is screaming about it. Uh, here, here it is. This is Lil Nas X performing Jolene. I think it sounds great. Now, the two are actually fans of each other. Dolly said that she had the opportunity to be on his breakout hit, Old Town Road, but she actually turned it down since he had already remixed the track with artists like BTS and Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Wayne. But Dolly says she does hope to work with him on another project in the near future. So he did that song with BTS at the same time as Billy Ray or Billy Ray was first? No, but I think BTS was first. But it was the Billy Ray version that just took off? Yeah, that's wow. the one that got the attention. Have you heard the BTS one No, before? I haven't. When you said this we morning. We should find it. Yeah, uh, it's news uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, Steph, can you see if you can find that? I don't know. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard to track down, but um, BTS actually, um, they have their collab with Coldplay is coming out this uh, a Thursday night. It's uh, it's leaked. It's all over TikTok, and it sounds so good. We have it on Friday morning on this show. Yeah, oh, so it's already out there. Oh yeah, it it got leaked. It sounds really really good though. You got to hear it. I'm, I, I'm excited for it. My, actually, well, I don't think we can play it. Don't we get in so much trouble? Well, if it's from a TikTok though. Yeah. My daughter sent it to me because I was all excited. I was like, oh, guess what? And she's like, what? I'm like, we're going to have the new BTS and Coldplay on, on Friday morning on our show. She's like, whoop-de-doo. I've already heard it. It's leaked. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, no. Steph, is this the clip we had before or is this a new clip? This is the one we had before. You hear more than this when you heard it, Mercedes? Well, hold, please. It's a little different. <laughs> what I'm oh, doing. Oh, boy. Yeah, so never mind. Put it close to the microphone. No, I, I, you know what? If you want the link, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Which is so funny. It's like, it's like out there. I don't everyone's get hearing. I know, but everyone's hearing it. We got to sit on it until Friday. I know, right? Rules. <laughs> Rules, schmools. <sighs> How did it get leaked? I don't know. People, I swear. Okay, look. There's no other social media network than TikTok. I learn more from that place. I learn the products. I see crimes solved on there, and I hear leaked music before anywhere else. I don't know what it what's going on there, but it's crazy. We should get it. Get who's in the system? What's the song called? My universe. Yeah, my universe. It's in here. Should we play it? It is in there. No, let's do it. Oh no, we can't. We'll get in so much trouble. I'm surprised our yeah, boss hasn't hotlined us oh, yet. Oh no, it just says it says pending audio. Ah. It's, an, it's a blank. Uh, they have like the um, the file in there, but it's, it's empty. So it's they're it's, just waiting to fill yeah. it when it comes in. So smart, smart, mm. because you have people like us that might accidentally hit play on it. Oopsie, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, nothing's playing. I'm hitting it. Uh, also, this morning, pumpkin cream is is trending. It's not about drinks. It's about hair. It's the first day of fall, but pumpkin spice that's been around a couple of weeks already. But pumpkin cream is hitting your luscious locks now. The fall hair color 
color mixes shades of orange and copper with blonde highlights for a soft and much brighter look. And it is now trending. This is the hair color you're going to see this season. It's it's different from pumpkin spice hair color trends that have come out before where that's like orange and brown and it's kind of a deep color. This is lighter. It's creamier. It's 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 really pretty. Everyone from Dua Lipa to Gigi Hadid to SZA, they've jumped on the trend. So it's probably going to be sticking around for a while on that one. Yeah, it's a nice looking color. I like I, it. I like it. It's just fun. It's different. It's not like your typical redhead that you see during the fall where it's like really dark and rich. It's it's light. It's really pretty. And then Sam Adams is trending this morning. Samuel Adams has a new beer on the way. The new batch of its limited edition Utopia's Brew. It comes in a 25.4 ounce copper clad decanter. And it has a suggested retail price of 240 bucks, And it's so strong, it is banned in 15 states. So the beer comes out every two years. It contains 28% alcohol by volume. That makes it more than five times as strong as your average beer. So... Uh, there's a bunch of states that are banning it. Alabama, Arkansas, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia. Luckily, Nevada, not banning it. So a total of around 13,000 bottles are going to be shipped to the states where it is legal. And that is what's trending. Atlantis T-Mobile Arena on October 2nd. Your tickets. We have them. They're just 10 minutes away. Your tickets to go see Atlantis Morissette. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Hi, Marissa. Hi. You are caller 20. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Have you seen Alanis Morissette in concert? I have not. And honestly, I've been trying for multiple years to win with you guys. It is so, she is such an amazing performer, and you're going to love this show at the T-Mobile Arena October 2nd. I'm going to this show, but you're in this grand prize drawing that I I don't think you can even buy this experience. It's such a cool deal. Pre-show access to a VIP lounge, and you would also get a merch pack when you win that grand prize. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Congratulations. You know, you're also going to be able to see Garbage and Liz Fair. It's going to be a great show, and you are in for free. Nice job. If you're waiting for your tickets, don't worry, because Heather has another pair in the 12 o'clock hour. Justin Bieber, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got a lot going on the show. We're going to play That Was Awkward right at 8 o'clock. We'll have more tickets for you to check out Magic Mike live at their new home over at the Sahara in the 6 o'clock hour with Heads Up and more Dua Lipa tickets. Everyone is calling and texting about them. What are you going to give them away again? Right around 8.15 with Heads Up in the in the 8 o'clock hour. So that all on the way. Heather is on the way next. She's got another pair of tickets for you to see Alanis Morissette. Those are coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. And right now it's time for the line of the day. Steph dropped some huge news this oh. morning. And I've been in the persuading of James to get the puppy. And he's very logistical. He's like, I need to have everything straight. We got to get everything right. And I have convinced him to get the second puppy. What? And we're picking up the second puppy this Friday. No! Yes! I have been... Oh, my gosh. I, you have no idea how many... Steph! Uh, 
too bad it was during two truths and a lie, and Steph was the liar this week. I mean, that's savage move, Steph. Oh, we so believed you, too. I know. I feel kind of bad now. You no. should. <laughs> no, it's a game. She had to. I feel bad, no, because what if I do get a second puppy, and I tell you guys, you're like, sorry, yeah, sure, you're right. getting a second puppy. You. We'd be like, see, we're telling the truth. We knew it this whole time. <laughs> and that'll do it for show number 1487 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning.